Hello, and welcome to Famicast 98, your live Famicast for the latter part of February. The Well, the only live Famicast in February. Uh, live part. <laughs> okay, whatever. Uh, February 2017, I'm your host, Danny Bivens, and today I'm joined by James Charlton. Buenas dejas, Daniel. Right back at you. <laughs> uh, also joined by Ty Schubert. Namaste. There it is. And Cyrus Delaney. Um, what he said. So. <laughs> he always makes up languages. We're using real ones. Yeah, I know. It's so weird. It's totally out of the loop. So, uh, you know, we got a lot of cool stuff to talk about today. Kind of fair bit of news. We have a Life in Japan segment that we're going to talk about. And then for maybe new listeners or whatever, you know, hey, we're Japan-based uh, podcast. Talk about Nintendo. Hello. You we probably are. already know that, but just in case. We're the only Nintendo podcast based in Japan. Yes, that's Fact. true. That's true. So that's we're going to go ahead and just kick up the show with new business. So let's go ahead and start that. Cyrus, would you mind kicking things off for us today? Whoa. So, uh, what was I playing this week? I was playing and totally abandoning Fire Emblem Heroes. I think I'm done with that game. <laughs> I mean, you, you're you like god-tier level levels for your guys, right? Like 40-ish on some of the things uh, that I've seen. I had here. all my guys like level 40, but I didn't have a Takumi, the archer, who was completely overpowered and broken. So my team was garbage. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But yeah, that game, it just completely ran out of steam and I cannot be bothered even logging in to get my free like orbs every day now. Well, I mean, if you've done the story stuff, I mean, sure, you can come back and try to get orbs and whatever, but what? Yeah, like my team is sufficiently powerful enough now I can go back into any story mode thing that they release and just clear it and mm -hmm. get all the story that I don't understand and clear through it. Does the controls work well for you, Cyrus? Uh, I ch you, when you're playing, do you use the drag and drop controls? Yeah. Oh, yeah, turn those things off. <laughs> you can turn them off? Yeah, if you go to the options, you can turn it on to, like, classic Fire Emblem controls, where you tap a guy, then tap a spot, then tap to uh, attack. It's all... Okay, I was wondering that, because I, I just couldn't get, like, it just was very unresponsive, like, sometimes. Yeah, and it'll sometimes drop your guys in places you don't want them to. Exactly. So, so yeah, that, that's, like, the first tip I got when I looked at the red, it was, like, turn off the drag controls. I'm fine with the drag controls. I mean, how old are you guys' devices? I mean, that could have something to do with it, too. I got mine this April. Okay. I refuse to accept that as an excuse for a big I'm just, you know, I'm just saying, sometimes, like, load times, all that type of stuff, you know, it's, it's a factor. Yeah. yeah Either way, it's, it's still, like, it's a game that if you like mobages or whatever they're called, then you might like this and if you've got that serious fire emblem hankering it'll fill your needs but i am done mm. oh yeah I, I i i pretty much stopped playing it during the last episode when i kind of <laughs> loaded it up <laughs> that was when i stopped playing it so i can i'll, join I'll leave computer. it on my phone but i probably won't touch it until something interesting happens to it 
Um, <laughs> what was that? T turn into Advance Wars. Yeah, that that would be. I I would play that if they just changed the title screen to Advance Wars. Yeah. <laughs> uh, aside from that, I was playing some Pokémon this this week. Ooh. So Pokémon tournament. I I got that like launch day when it came out on Wii U, mm -hmm. and I had played in the arcade for a while, but couldn't keep up because it was too expensive. But and no one was playing it. But the <laughs> problems. So I, I got the Wii U version, and I loads fun, and then just kind of stopped playing it for no real reason, except I had no personal people to play against. So you ended up playing the arcade more than the the version at home. I think I probably did until <laughs> I did this amazing. like marathon, uh, like gaming session to clear the game here in my house. And <laughs> <laughs> I, it just annoyed me that I had this game that I didn't have all the characters unlocked for. That is like insults me as a fighting game player. I need all of the characters. By, by the way, have you, I've, sorry if you've mentioned this in the past. I probably just deleted it from my memory on purpose. But like, is there any interaction between the home version and the arcade version? Absolutely not. And that's one of okay. the big things I was going to talk about is that it's... So the Wii U version came out, and it has all, like, the, the code is designed to, like, accept DLC characters. Like, all of the DLC characters that came out in the arcade were first leaked through data mining the Wii U game. But none of them ever released on the Wii U, because <laughs> the game, because the Wii U tanked so bad. So the so Wii U is, like, it has, it's missing four characters that the arcade has. And it's two big balance patches behind the, the arcade. But so, it's, it, the characters are in the Wii U code, but they're not the, unlocked? It, it's like the, the hooks they need to eventually deploy the characters into the Wii U are there, but the characters are not there. It's that's like, mental. There's like, a, there's like a, a line of code that's like, if, if there's code for Greninja, or if there's code for Empoleon, this will work. If it's, if it's not there, it's just a single line of code. So they're not there. It's just like a few mentions of them are in the code. Okay, slow down there, Mr. Programmer. You're going too technical. <laughs> <laughs> Straight over my head. Uh, well, either way, they're not in the game, but there's the possibility of adding them in there was there. And that's, that's, that's really weird to have. Like, like you, you would assume that this, this, this exists somewhere on, on some computer in some part of uh, whoever makes this game. Yeah, <laughs> Namco Bandai. They, okay, like, they definitely, they had the plan that we're going to put, release all the DLC characters on the console, but just didn't at some point. So. Can, you, can you imagine, like, the, the leak for Smash Brothers, like, the Dew uh, and, um, like, Bayonetta, you know, the data miners found they were coming, and then they just didn't ever show up. <laughs> yeah. That was just so weird, like... That happened with Marvel vs. Capcom 3. There was, like, mentions of Dr. Octopus and all these other characters, and then they never released... And that drove people mad because they were in the code. So yeah, it happens. Sounds like Mortal Kombat fans. <laughs> like people, people make up characters that don't actually exist, and then they end up existing eventually <laughs> in further versions of the game. Or yeah. Killer Instinct, Vine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He'll show up eventually. And uh, so with with Pokémon at the moment, it was just uh, Evo, the big like the big world championship fighting game tournament recently had a thing where you could vote in your your favorite game to get playable. And <laughs> yeah. the, the and then they were trying to make arms get, get in there, right? Yeah. <laughs> so that, that didn't do too well. But the top <laughs> two were Marvelous Capcom 3 and Pokémon Tournament, who were like 
$50,000 higher because you have to pay with, like, you donated money and the, the game with the most donations got added to the game and uh, got added to the tournament. So Pokémon Tournament had, like, $70,000 or something. I can't remember. But it's... It, it Like, even if it had been entered into the competition, the console version and thus all the... The only way you can play it in America is several balance patches behind the Japanese game and is missing all these characters. Hmm. So if it had been playable, it would have been like, what were they going to do? That they would like have to import Japanese arcade cabs to play this game or... Yes, perfectly. Yeah, not a hard thing to do. Uh, Not expensive at all. Stick a few stamps on it, you're done. This was kind of why I was interested in playing Pokémon again, because it was like at the forefront of all my fighting game news pages was like Pokémon, Pokémon, Pokémon. Is the end of the story? Pokémon didn't win, right? Marvel won. It right? didn't win. No, it, ca- it came second, so it's it's going to get like tournament presents next year or something. So hopefully, it will get like a deluxe version on the Switch with all the DLC characters. Right. I mean, just as a joke, how much did Arms get? Like fifty quid or something? Oh, nothing. The the other two like. Everything except those two games got like a hundred dollars maximum. <laughs> Amazing. I mean, you know, with you saying that, <laughs> that's Reggie paying for that. <laughs> yes. I mean, sorry, with you saying that there are like these hooks into the Wii U game, but they just didn't do it. I mean, that that just seems like, yeah, the Switch version seems like it's probably inevitable. Yeah, and like the Wii U copy, like it it sold really well for a Wii U game. Mm. Like it was top <laughs> of the charts when it came out. It's little asterisk there. Yeah, like, <laughs> as sad as it is, like, by, by Wii U standards, it had good sales. By any other console, nah. So, Pokken Deluxe sometime at the end of this year. Slash yeah, next year. That's what I'm, uh, Confirmed. I'm, I'm guessing it will be. But probably before, like, Evo. I'm guessing it's going to be announced within the next few months, I'm guessing. Do you think it'll come before or after Smash Deluxe? Ooh, that's a good one. I'm just um, adding deluxe under everything because that's what Nintendo's done so far. Right? Yep. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, it seems to make this the most sense, doesn't it? Like, because like Smash had so much DLC, and you know, if that got re released as a sixty dollar game, that you 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 would be saving a lot of money because there's a lot of stuff got. Oh, well, I I'd say it's without a doubt Smash is coming. They still have they've they haven't released all of the Smash Amiibo yet, but. They have <laughs> right. shown the finished versions of them. They'll probably get released at the same time, won't they? Like, yeah, that's uh, like they're the waiting game. for those to finish, and then they're like, "Yeah, look, you can complete your Smash Bros. collection, but you have to buy the game again." <laughs> right. And and the, and the name is so easy to to update as well because it's just Smash for 3DS, Smash for Wii U, and then just Smash for Switch. I guess it's like it's not like they have to think of some fancy new name for it. Deluxe, yeah, <laughs> Smash for Switch Deluxe. Good. Yeah. Next. <laughs> <laughs> That's my line. I know. <laughs> uh, so my last game I played, which is uh, I did Phoenix Wright Dawn or what's it, Dawn of Justice, the the new 3DS one. Okay. And uh, that game is awesome. That is like one of the best Phoenix Wright games they've released. It's super super good. And it's it's more like an Apollo Justice two than a Phoenix Wright six or whatever game it is now. <laughs> right, six. But yeah. what? Because it's like you play as Apollo Justice for most of the game, and it it's a testament to how good this is that I hated Apollo Justice. He was just a poor man's Phoenix Wright, but in this game he's really cool. And I was like, yeah, I'm rooting for Apollo Justice. How did that happen? 
and uh, it's like, and some of the cases are bonkers. Like even by Phoenix Wright standards, where at one point you're representing and interviewing an orca, that in uh, in this one, like you end up like having to defend your client at gunpoint, and everyone in the room is going to be executed if you lose, and the opponent is changing the laws at like during the trial. It's like it's totally <laughs> nuts, but it's awesome. Wow. <laughs> so, uh, it, I haven't bought the DLC for this, but I will 100% buy the, the DLC cases that they announced for Nice. So if you've, if you've hung on to Phoenix Wright this whole time, keep it going. This one's worth it. The last Dual Destinies, the, the previous DS game or 3DS game, was kind of dodgy, but this one is a return to form. Well, cool. Uh, yeah, I'm, I, I'm, Ty's the only other person who plays these games, right? And he doesn't yeah. play Nintendo borrowed, games anymore. I borrowed the first one from Ty, and I have the trilogy on 3DS. I just oh. haven't, yeah, went through them all yet. Do it, man. Do it. <laughs> Ty, does this, do, do these this, these new games interest you at all? Yeah, they do. I need to catch up on the series. Is but the only way is to play them on a Nintendo system. So you yeah, I know. Maybe, uh, <laughs> maybe I'll pick up a, another 3DS and hack the shit out of it. There you go. I was, I was waiting for the punchline. What he's gonna pay? For, he's gonna pay for games? Oh, there you go. Never mind. I might. I might. I mean, I, I, I've paid for games, but come on, I need to break the region lock. Let's be real. Oh, the what? The language options on it, Cyrus? Are you? Uh, I honestly don't know. I bought it European, downloaded off the eShop, so I don't know if there's no language options. Yeah, other than I can't remember I got it so long ago. Okay. Cool. Okay, okay. That's all I've been doing. Well, um, I'll tell you what, I'll go ahead and continue on with new business here. Uh, I have two things that are slightly topical for different reasons. Whoa. And uh, you'll, you'll see why here in a minute. And um, the first game I want to talk about is actually something that came out last year on the Wii U Virtual Console. And I think we had a fun time. James had a fun time giving us a beautiful rendition of the uh, game's theme song. And uh, maybe, actually, James, maybe if you do that, <laughs> people <laughs> go on. <laughs> I don't even think they're actually saying 1080 when they're doing that. But, say, um, what else would they be saying? Have you ever just sat there and tried to listen to the intro song <laughs> and, and you're like, what is going on? <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I, I've been playing a little bit more about 1080 snowboarding on the Wii Virtual Console. Um, I, I bought it last year. I played it for a bit, but I went through and saw that I hadn't even cleared, I think, the first difficulty level for like you know for the match races and stuff. So it's it's a hard game to get back into if you're rusty. It's like it'll kick your ass immediately, won't it? Right. And you know, I, I remember I played it on the Wii Virtual Console back in the day, and I think the, the way that the the controls are laid out for the N64 version, they translate pretty well over to like a uh, pro style controller. Um, you know, you can use, I think I was using the, uh, left, uh, like basically L2 button for like Z mm -hmm. and, um, 
Yeah, and then it's it, just like a couple of face buttons that you're using you and stuff. I don't think you could map them on the Wii, but you can fully map everything on the Wii U, right? Right, and you know, like, I think you have to use the camera buttons, the C buttons for like maybe a few little weird things, but nothing, nothing in gameplay. So, I mean, you're basically just using the, uh, you know, jump and then maybe the Z button to go, like, kind of crouch down a little bit and stuff. So, um, yeah, I'm still always kind of amazed. Every time I go back to this game, like, I'll, how it kind of holds up graphically to an extent. <laughs> um, I mean, obviously, when they start zooming in on, like, the uh, backgrounds <laughs> and the stuff, you can see all sorts of... It's just a giant JPEG, isn't it? Basically. <laughs> but, you know, it's kind of impressive. Like, it shows, even in that close-up, the, the, the opening intro video, you can see, like, they're zooming in on the uh, Japanese guy. I think uh, his name's, like, Kensuke, and they oh, call yeah. him Kensuke. Um, Kensuke Tanabe. It's, yeah, it's Kensuke Kimachi, and it's like, okay. Um, but, you know, they're zooming in on him, and you can see, like, the wind Fred kind of Durst blowing. From America. Rob, Rob Haywood. That's what Ricky I said. Yes. <laughs> but, no, you can see, like, even in the N64 game, you can see, like, the, their little jackets kind of, like, blowing in the wind, which is pretty impressive for a game of that era. Yeah, um, I think they focused on the right things. Like, they focused on, like, the snow effects, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, when you lean into the snow, actually, the, when the hand touches the snow, in any other game, like a PS1 game, it would just glitch through it, right? But this right. actually makes um, like a pattern in the snow, like right. like would. I remember that was like a big selling point. Like I remember reading a review of this in like Nintendo Power or something back in the day, and they're like, "Yeah, it leaves real troughs of snow." That was like their huge thing. Yeah, and I mean, you know, being an N sixty four game, this stuff doesn't stick around forever, <laughs> but it doesn't matter because you're going down a mountain and you're not right. going to even see it. But, well, it's like um, wave race. It's basically wave race on snow, isn't it? They put yeah, as much effort into the water as they did for the snow. Yeah. And even, like, I remember playing back in the day, I think, twi- oh, God, the, uh, Cool Borders on PlayStation. And, <laughs> right. like, the, the thing about Cool Borders, at least from what I remember, my limited time with the game, it was more arcadey, and it was it seemed like it was harder to fall down. Like, right. 1080, if you, don't, if you just go in and start playing and don't know what you're doing you're you're not gonna even be able to land like little simple jumps and you're right. gonna not even be able to have enough health to get to the end of the race well most people just like push forward on the stick all the time and that's the worst thing you can do because you just go straight forward and just <laughs> plant into the snow yeah it's like real snowboarding yeah i mean yeah it's it's really intricate i mean there's a lot of kind of technique to it i mean if you're in the air you kind of if you want to make sure you land and don't like fall and you know eat shit you gotta you know use that joystick to kind of figure out like okay i should land it a specific way so i don't go tumbling down this mountain Um, i think danny that comparison you just made is kind of like why i'm a nintendo gamer because like you know the playstation would have had this the fmv full motion video intro it would have would have had a soundtrack with like you know 20 real licensed songs Mm -hmm. but it would have controlled and looked like shit yeah (laughs) like the you know the nintendo doesn't have any of that but it couldn't you know it's the gameplay is all there you know that's basically why I've always been Nintendo gaming. Don't need yeah, any fancy. Yeah, and I don't. I don't think I go that far with Cool Borders, but I, I, yeah, I mean, I tend to. Agree I, with I, the I, I've never played Cool Borders, but I, I bet you. I bet you it's got some, you know, flashy intro that you only watch once, and it takes thirty-five seconds to load. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I've been kind of enjoying that. I man, I get, keep getting stuck on the very last um, match race for Deadly Falls. I think. It's it's kind of like the most wide open map. There's a lot of different paths that you can take, and it's basically you're going down. Well, you know, obviously you're going down the side of a mountain, but this Lots is more frozen, like frozen stuff, right? Frozen ice. 
there's like mountain little peaks around and all sorts of crazy stuff. And you're right. fight, you're facing like the uh, ice rider or something. He's like a oh, yeah, big, yeah, yeah. like a transparent blue ice rider. And he's riding the penguin board. Mr. Oh. Glass from uh, Unbreakable. Yes. Same guy. <laughs> no, but man, like, I, I don't know why, but I always like being Ricky Winterborn, the Canadian guy who's really good at tricks. Yeah. And um, I've just been continually getting to that last race. And because Ricky is so slow compared to like the other racers, like I just lose that. And I just kept, I keep making mistakes and you know, falling down. So, right. But got to keep yeah. those uh, knees bent as fast yes. as possible. Right. Yes. Man, there's nothing as scary as like going across ice and it's like you're trying to keep your balance on the ice and try and go fast at the same time. It's, it's uh, really nerve-wracking. Right. In real life or in 1080 or both? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't know if I'll actually – well, I'm so close. I should just keep you know hammering through and seeing if do I can it. do it. I'll, I'll give it a shot. Um, another game I've been playing too, like I said, relevant. I'd say this is relevant. It's wintertime and whatever. People snowboard occasionally. Oh. Cyrus, mainly. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, so the other game I've been playing, something I, I quit playing multiple times and just kind of restarted just last week or a couple weeks ago, and uh, that's Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time 3D on 3DS. And, man, I mean, I bought this game when it first came out on 3DS back in 2011. So it's been a long time coming to like actually kind of play a little bit more. And... Um, I was playing last summer for a bit, and then right before the Water Temple, I just quit. <laughs> before I, the Water Temple? Well, it's before. I went, oh, fuck this. I wasn't looking forward to it, but what got me back into it, like I was doing the um, the item exchange quest so you can get the bigger on sword, and I got, got back into it with that. I'm like, all right, let's just do the Water Temple. It can't be that bad. And, you know, <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny I had the help of a strategy guide to uh, help me out, but uh, I did get through it. And all the other dungeons after that, and then just a couple, maybe a little bit less than a week ago, I you know made it to uh, Ganon's castle and had that but epic back, final awesome battle and stuff. Back and, to the water dungeon, isn't it like way easier and improved on 3ds? Like it's got the colored lines and stuff. Yeah, that's that's very helpful. <laughs> that's extremely helpful. They, um, they tried their best without actually like completely redoing the dungeon. They just tried to make it as obvious as possible, like. That they have like they number the levels and they color it and everything. Yeah, what and even what do you yeah. think of that? Of like going back to a game and making like it's a famously <laughs> hated dungeon. Everyone hates the Water Temple. Mm-hmm. But what do you think of going back and remastering it to make it easier? I don't necessarily have any problems with it. I wouldn't say that. <sighs> yeah, it is making it easier, but I think it's making it more accessible. Maybe that's just a a, a cop out. <laughs> but well, you know, people. It, the whole point of this remake is not to like completely redo the game, but it's to make you go, make you go back to how you Im- imagine the game was all along. Because like when we go back and play the games, like from our youth, it's like, wow, this is way harder. This is way uglier. This is way whatever than I remember. But this kind of like 3D remake is to make you, make you feel like exactly how you felt when the first time you played. Ocarina, it's like, oh yeah, yeah, this is how the game looks. Then you actually go back and look at the original, and you're like, holy shit, they improved it a lot. Yeah. So things like that, you know. So, Maybe you didn't have that much problem doing the Water Temple back when you were young. I think but, I did. <laughs> I, I, I remember I, hating I it, but it took a yeah. lot longer than it did than any of the other dungeons. I remember that. 
but if I went back to it now, probably I would get stuck. But you know, but this new 3D remake would help me a lot. You know, I don't know. Or maybe I'll just do it first time as I did originally. Uh -huh. yeah, I think my <laughs> sister actually got stuck and gave up on Zelda Ocarina of Time because of the Water <laughs> Temple. Right, right. I think she gave up at that point. Sad days. Yeah. Well, there's so many like weird, like just obtuse things in Ocarina you don't even realize. Like right at the beginning of the game, you have to like do weird things with cuckoos and eggs and stuff, and just give them to random people. It's like that's... and that's to progress the whole game and stuff. All that stuff's still there. I mean, yeah. by and large, all that stuff's still there. And you know, yeah, I mean, the game does look better graphically, but. I mean, well, first of all, this is a game that came out in 2011 on 3DS, so the type of stuff that you might see now on the system is not going to be... It's, it doesn't really match up quite as much, but, I mean, it's still a pretty damn good-looking game. Um, with this being a pretty faithful remake, uh, they didn't bother... But not when, uh, That's kind of a negative way to say it. They didn't go around and, you know for like other like NPC character models and stuff, they're really kind of low poly and still look very N64-ish. Um, that's a as, big as thing. As they should. They got to look yeah, as ugly as possible. They could have made it look better. <laughs> uh, but, you know, in general, like textures and stuff like that, or they look a lot better, but you can still see, you know, the, the, the groundwork from the N64. Try, there. Actually, try looking at the kids in um, Twilight Princess. Actually, when, no. Cyrus, when Cyrus gets around to playing the HD version, he can see. No, I'm going to get my it. girlfriend to hold up sensor bars over their faces because they're <laughs> terrifying. Yep. <laughs> Ugliest kids you'll ever see. I guess I didn't notice back in the day. Huh. The kid who runs the store? Jesus Christ. I, yeah. like, I could never figure out if that was a baby or a goblin or what it was. You're like, kill it with fire. Wait a minute. Should I be killing it with fire? Is this a child? I'm confused. <laughs> I was going to say, by the way, just, fails, just, a, just a side note. James, on the last <laughs> podcast, you mentioned about something about Mario looking like a dwarf. And anytime anybody ever mentions dwarves on here again, Gimli drops are going to be going into the, uh, <laughs> yeah, the podcast that. version. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> be prepared. Nobody tosses a dwarf. Um, anyways, so yeah, Ocarina of Time. Fresh meat off the bone. <laughs> <laughs> That's him getting out of the snow. Because he's got my axe in his head. Yeah, and it, actually, it's embedded in his nervous system. You nerd. <laughs> anyway, um, Ocarina of Time 3D. No dwarves. No creepy children selling you things. So no worries there. But um, no, I, I really enjoyed kind of going back and finally actually getting through this and seeing all of the kind of improvements that they did in the game, not just visually, but you know, just with things like the water temple and stuff too. Um, did you beat Ganon with the uh, wooden stick? Like the older speedrunners do? Oh, of course. Absolutely. Good. <laughs> no. I um, do love that they kept in the weird bugs like those. Like that's cool that they didn't erase those things. You can beat Ganon with like a, uh, Fishing rod or something. Yeah, an empty bottle, fishing rods, wooden <laughs> stick. There's a bunch of stuff. Yes, yeah. the, the I mean, speed runs on that game are amazing. Like you can skip like ninety percent of the game. It's it's amazing. Right. I wasn't that. Uh, I no, didn't know no, that. But no. yeah, these these are guys who've like that's all they do in their whole lives <laughs> is right. just play Ocarina. I mean, I'm lucky just to get through it normally, you know. <laughs> but have you seen the credits? 
Well, yeah. You, you said you're in, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I beat the game years ago and stuff too. And I, this might be like my third or fourth time actually going through the game in its entirety. No, um, I'm in, in I, the 3D version, this new one. No, this is the first time I, I hadn't beaten it, man. Okay. So, and it unlocks, you know, the Master Quest version, which you would have just thought they would have just had that available <laughs> from the beginning. You but, have to pay $20 extra for it. Yes. <laughs> DLC. DLC. So, uh, that, that's been pretty much it for me. I've also been playing a little bit more of uh, Box Boy, the second one, Box Box Boy. I actually just beat that. Um, maybe move on to the third one, or maybe just something completely different. I don't know. But, yeah, that's going to pretty much do it for me. So, um, next up, Ty. Yeah, hey. Would you mind going next with me, Biz? Sure. All right. So, uh, I'm only going to talk about two games here. Okay. And uh, first up, we have Crypto the Necrodancer. Holy shit, this game. It's amazing. <laughs> it's a... Uh, Crypt Keeper? It's, uh, well, as you may have guessed, it's a dungeon crawler They that's also a rhythm game. Right? Yeah, I have it in my Steam library waiting to go. Oh, wow. Necro Dancer, right, okay. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> shit is real. <laughs> yeah, I swear I had this idea for a game like many years ago in my head. And the, Just, you, they were listening. Yeah, they were listening. Toilet <laughs> I was wearing my tinfoil, and this is what happened. <laughs> yes. Toilet Kids, yeah, yeah. That, that's something I imagined when I was young. <laughs> Okay, so the way you play this game is uh, it drops you in these randomly generated dungeons that, and they're all like uh, everything is square tiles. It looks like a 16-bit game. Is it a connect game? No. Okay. Just asking. It was a dance game. You never know. No, <laughs> you, you play this with very digital controls. Just like connect. Yeah. Like you so, could technically play this in a dance pad, like a like a DDR dance pad. Yeah, but uh, this game gets <laughs> crazy hard. Uh, so the way it plays is it drops you in a in a randomly generated dungeon, and you have to you know kill the enemies like these bats and stuff and these skeletons with these cute little dance animations, and uh, various enemies that behave in different different ways, and everything is like randomly placed. And there's a lot of various random items. So you, you basically try to get through like uh, three floors at a time or four, three, three floors at a time. And then you fight a random boss. Once you're competent at the game, you, you go through like all four uh, areas in one playthrough. So you go basically through like 16 levels at a time. And you have to be very careful about managing your items and stuff. And you can like, fuck up and get destroyed instantly like hmm. it's it's not forgiving like it's a dungeon crawler you you die and you have to start over from the very beginning <laughs> how and, does the rhythm stuff come into it um it depends on which character you pick if, if you're picking like the standard character that you play through the first time uh 
all, all the enemies move to the rhythm and you have to move to the rhythm too to keep your uh, gold multiplier up because you know enemies drop gold and you need gold to go to the shops and get stuff there's like there's like a a shop on every floor and the general strategy is go to the shop hope they have some good items for you then get to the exit hmm. but there are other characters like there's an extremely advanced character where uh if you don't keep the rhythm you die instantly <laughs> so yeah it's, it's a not a forgiving game it's it's said to be uh along with some other games uh some of the hardest achievements available on the xbox but it came out like months or maybe a year ago on pc okay so uh, I've been playing this nonstop, and I'm going to continue to play it a lot because you know it's a breath of fresh air. It's a game that actually tries to kill you, <laughs> which, which is something I appreciate. And nice. uh, I was surprised that uh, there's actually some known composers doing the remixes on this game. We got Vert, and we got A Rival. I don't know if you've heard heard of those guys. I think absolutely not. <laughs> out of everybody I, I figured Cyrus might have known but when you said Ferns I thought you just broken wind Ferns oh, Ferns that, wait that's Jake Kaufman right I think he's credited as, as Vert but Not yeah, didn't go with that as a working theory right <laughs> he did the Shovel Knight and Double Dragon Neon oh that oh, dude yeah. he's cool yeah totally. and many other amazing Songs. Yeah, I did remixes. Now the other guy I noticed is a rival. He he does a lot of live show stuff, like at Magfest, and and I've seen seen him in person. I met him many many years ago, and uh, like he he did these really really danced up chip tuny remixes in the game. Hmm. So that's fun too. And then there's also like a, a metal version. So based on which character, Already. yeah, <laughs> and I was gonna say there's a boss. <laughs> That sings exactly like you did just now. <laughs> yeah, it was me. Right. Oh, uh, let me tell you about my favorite boss, which is King Konga. <laughs> right. You enter the boss room, and there's like these two rows of, of zombies doing a conga line, like at you, <laughs> gradually. As and then. Usually King Konga is the, this this gorilla with a crown, like playing these bongos, and like if you, ah, get, it's a Donkey Konga reference. Sure, uh, <laughs> and <laughs> and you know if you if you mess up the rhythm, he's going to come after you, or so you want to try to clear all the enemies without messing up, so you can fight them one on one, which is much easier. Hmm. And uh, since it's it's like a Konga thing. You have to freeze like every eighth note, so it'll kind of throw you off. It, it's it's fun. It's so fun. It's amazing. Yeah, like this game sounds like it was made for me. That I've never gotten around to it, but I really want to play it. Yeah, play it later so we can discuss it at length. Has anyone played Donkey Konga? Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm yeah. amazing at it. Briefly, <laughs> I never actually bought it. That should totally be an arcade game. Yeah, yeah it's Taiko no Tazujin. With when, uh, when we had to do like open days for my university back in when I was in Ireland, 
I used to like have a demo stand with Donkey Konga for the game design course that I was in, and I challenge <laughs> all the co- all like the high school students to Donkey Konga fights. Did you tell them <laughs> that you designed the game? Yes, I said I made it in my spare time between Mario Kart and Sonic. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I changed my name from Nintendo to Delaney when I got married. Yeah. When, uh, <laughs> what one event I was I was staffing like the Plow Festival in Ireland because that's a thing in Ireland, and we had like a video game design <laughs> booth, which obviously did not get a ton of traffic at Plow Fest. <laughs> plow. <laughs> plow fest. Look it up, Plowfest, real thing, biggest plow festival in Ireland. Wow. And, uh, and a bunch of kids came in and they were asking, like, oh, so did you make the Sonic? And I'm like, uh, and like <laughs> after a while, you stopped Sonic. denying it and just like, yeah, I made the Sonic. That was me. I would never stop denying <laughs> that I didn't didn't make Sonic. Did he make said No, I fucking didn't make Sonic. All right, keep move, keep walking, keep walking, jog on. Okay, so you're going to hear about <laughs> that game more in the future. Okay. Um, and the other thing I've been playing is uh, this, quote, mobile game, uh, right. Fallout Shelter. You might remember this oh, from right. yeah, yeah, yeah. E3. Ty plays ago. mobile games. Alert, alert. No, actually, it's a trick. It came out on Xbox One. So <laughs> I'm playing it. That is, that is just sad, Ty. That is... Yeah. So there, are, there are barrels what? that you can scrape, and Fallout is, like, tossed aside outside that barrel. <laughs> so do you have to use, like, Connect to touch the screen? Where no, you want to touch? I just do the controller. I don't think it works with the Connect. Maybe it does, but... So I don't moving know. a cursor around or something like that? Yeah, like, you know, right stick will oh. scroll the whole screen, left stick will mo- scroll your cursor. Oh, my God. So I'm just playing this at a few minutes at a time in between rounds of <laughs> Necrodancer. <laughs> Whew. Like, um, you just stop playing briefly long enough to dry your eyes from all the tears of sad loneliness <laughs> playing mobile games on your Xbox One. Right. <laughs> I thought yeah. like PlayStation Four was the console getting all the you know mobile games ported over to it. But so I guess no. I, no, I guess Ty, you've mentioned like you've played some garbage games for like achievement points or whatever. Yeah, but, absolutely. So I, I guess everyone's getting it. God. <laughs> There's yeah. a good chance that a lot of that shit could come to Switch because it's basically a tablet, isn't it? Oh, Hell we got yeah. we got at least one we're going to be talking about today. Uh oh, home console first, bro. Uh oh, uh oh. But you know, I am having fun. It you actually play it very actively. It's almost like like an APM tester. I don't know if I've forced myself into playing that way because of the way I've managed or mismanaged my vault. Which is what you do. You build this little human ant farm and make them do all the, the little chores. Does it <laughs> um, does it affect your Fallout 4 game in any way? Uh, I don't think so. Maybe there's a reward that carries over, but uh, I, I kind of don't think so since you know Fallout 4 came out like uh, a year ago and this came out just now. Yeah, the, the mobile game never had anything that carried over. Oh, this is not the mob. This is not the mobile game. I thought you said it was. It's the same game. It's just the Xbox One slash Windows Ten version. <laughs> I don't think there's anything that carries over. I could be wrong, but I don't think so. I would say there's more chance of it carrying stuff over if it came out afterwards, right? Yeah. I, now that you mention it, I'm gonna look into that. But I'm thinking no. Okay. But, uh, I am weirdly enjoying it. 
my favorite thing is uh let me guess trapping people in a room and killing them no <laughs> okay every few minutes the mysterious stranger appears somewhere in your vault and there's a sound cue and you basically play where's waldo for like 15 seconds say 15 minutes god yeah he kills does he like kill people or something if you don't find him no, but he gives you a potentially big fat reward if you do find him. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So no, I've, I've been interested in this game though, man. Like, I haven't. No, like, it wouldn't be that big of a deal just to download it. But is it, I don't know. Is that free download? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I believe it's free. Is it free on Xbox as well? Yes. Cool. That's why I got it. Keep <laughs> it twice the price. Yeah. So. uh Oh, and uh, in playing the, these two games, I discovered a, an interesting feature of the Xbox One. If you play these these games that take very few resources, you can actually just switch before back and forth between them without closing either game. Huh. Oh, isn't yeah. that the feature that's going to be removed from the console soon? Uh, no, I think th- the, the feature they said they're going to remove is like the sidebar thing. Okay. Where, God, what 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 is it actually called? Pinning or something? Pins? No. Mm, no, it's uh... basically all the shit they promised. You know, Xbox was going to be all about. They're just going to take it out because it's too slow or whatever. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not sure what they're going to do. Like, the only thing I pin is like achievements, but you know, I've kind of switched to looking at those on my phone. Mm-hmm. And you know that they're not going to lose the streaming for sure, right? So that, I'm not, no not sure exactly what <laughs> their plan is. Maybe they they just looked and said, "Hey, nobody's using this." <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, you got to hand it to Microsoft. I mean, they'll if they're seeing something like that. Hey, nobody's using this feature, and and or it's maybe bogging down the the, the user experience. Let's just get rid of this shit. It's like. Right. I don't know. Nintendo's gotten a lot better <laughs> about stuff, especially. I would say, okay, you're gonna laugh, but I mean, they got a lot better with even with the Wii U. I mean, think about when this when it first came out about how slow and like how so many things were just running not well. <laughs> and now, I mean, you, they got the quick launch menu. You can get in your game like really quickly or whatever. You know, it's pretty amazing how far they've come, but there's still a lot more. That they could do. Like, it's funny. Like um, I don't know if we ever talked about it on the show, but there was um, like a video. I don't know if it was a leak, but somebody showed like putting in a Zelda uh, Breath of the Wild cartridge and then loading up the Switch. Mm-hmm. And and some like some website ran the headline like uh, Switch takes over twenty seconds to load. Right. Like in right. a negative sense, in a ne- in a negative tone. Yeah. And then people are like, oh, man, that's fucking bullshit. And then anyone who stopped and paused and thought about it for like two seconds were like, wait a minute, that's the fastest loading console of all time. Like, I mean, if that's such a stupid thing. It's like 20 seconds. Like try, try loading up a PS4 or an Xbox in 20 seconds, like, like from, from off to game. Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> yeah, I think I was on that, that thread too, man. Like, and I, I was just thinking about a game like Madden, like, I know, whatever. We're in Japan. Sports games doesn't matter. But just for, as an example, like You've got to bring it up every episode, haven't you? Yes, I actually I have for like this whole calendar year so far, 2017. I think I've nice. made a mention of Madden. It's like a drinking game, family cast drinking game. 
Yes, I'll keep saying it throughout the episode. Bingo! <laughs> Bottoms up. Uh, no, but whenever you start up the game, even if you're coming from like sleep mode, you load up the game. It do- goes through its loading progression. Then it shows like a title screen, and then you have to press A. Oh, we got to connect to the EA servers. We got to do all this crazy stuff, and it takes like probably from the mi- the moment you're turning on your PS4 to actually the time when you actually start navigating through menus, let alone like loading to play up the fucking game. Actually, I mean that's at least like two minutes maybe more than that if you want to load up a game that's going to be another probably 30 to 45 seconds a minute on top of that too so yeah that's good good. that's good i mean with the wii u like you power it on and immediately you get the quick menu don't you and then it's got the like the last 10 games you played or whatever and if it's a non-disc game unfortunately like like i'm playing a non-disc game i'll talk about it in a minute unfortunately it does the the dust the disc does spin up, mm-hmm. and then when it loads the game that you want to play, then the disc will stop spinning. But mm-hmm. it, even though the whole process is very very quick, I mean it's less than a minute to play a game, which uh, which is a big improvement from when you have to go to the home menu, right. and then load the game. You know, you're cutting out like you know good twenty thirty seconds. Yeah. So I appreciate that. So yeah, switch should be even faster because there's never there's never going to be any spinning whatsoever. So. Sorry to hijack uh, stuff from you, Ty. Oh, no this, is Ty, this is Ty's new business, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rest in peace. Well, I, I, was, I was pretty much done anyway. I, I remembered one other game I played. I played a King of Fighters 14 for the first time. Okay, 14. So, 2014. That one. Yeah, because I, I don't own a PS4, and I've been trying not to buy one. If I buy <laughs> one, I'm definitely going to buy King of Fighters 14 because it's really good and fun. How did you play it without a PS4? Uh, it was at an event I was at on Sunday. It was it was like a oh, okay. like a casual sort of fighting game get together with with multiple games at a esports square in Akihabara. Yeah, I really wanted to go to that one, but alas, it was not meant to be. Yeah, it was fun. I played some Killer Instinct with the boys and got a chance to try out some King of Fighters on the side. Uh, I love the absurd characters they have. Uh, uh, okay, there's a character that's just like a straight up knockoff, a uh, Kari Pami Pamu. <laughs> nice. Yeah, okay. it's amazing. Like, if, if I ever get that game, 1000% she is my main character. Because you're just playing as Kari Pami Pamu. Right. Well, you know, you got to pick <sighs> three characters. So I, I'll pick her, and I'll pick like the dark hooded edgelord guy. And the, the last spot is up for grabs. Maybe I'll pick. Mayan or gigantic boobs, <laughs> like 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 it's like uh, a team perfectly configured to make someone mad. <laughs> I think like why why would I lose to these bullshit characters? There's Cyrus, the- you you don't have a PS4, right? No, I do not. So you will not be playing it, and Ty doesn't have one. So thank God, right? We won't, we won't be hearing about that anytime soon. <laughs> so I'm thinking about buying a game on PS4, guys. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, her name is actually Sylvie Paula Paula. Oh, like, God. <laughs> it's like really blatant. Not even trying. Not even her, trying. Her outfit is absurd. What's the name of the Edgelord guy? Oh, I don't know. It's that sand dude, whatever. Right with the sand. <laughs> the sand dude. Yeah, he uh, has moves of sand, and he has an amazing backwards dash where he kind of shifts away, and I don't know. I just want to like. Play him and then like sail out Reaper's lines, uh, from Overwatch. 
Yeah, this seems to be Ty's MO character is play as the the Psychopath. character. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Holding out for a PC release. Well, Ty, if that's all you got, uh, James, how about you yeah. go ahead and close this out for new business? Finally. Finally. <laughs> yes, there you go. Um, so, yeah, just before this, we uh, went live on this episode, I've been trying to get Yoshi's Woolly World done because, um, well, it's not like I promised I'd complete it before this episode. I'm but pretty I sure tried you did. <laughs> I tried my best. Anyway, I'm actually on the last level. Um uh, yes, it's it's kind of a puzzly level, and it took longer than I thought. So I've, I'd had to just stop and uh, come and record this shit instead of playing it. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> no, it's good. It's good times. Um, I think one thing that like surprised, like I didn't mention before, but like what surprised me about this game is that how long the levels are. I mean, Danny, did you think that like compared to like um, I don't know three three D world, which you know, uh, it's like the world map is kind of very similar to 3D World. It's like mm -hmm. a, you know, it's a sing, it's a mod, like a singular level pro progression, but it's like a 3D angle, right? And yeah, I mean, but, at times it did seem like, wow, this is going on quite a long time. I can't take a break, you know, like <laughs> right, that type right. of thing. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you, you got like, I mean, I think I think I said the same thing about tropical tropical freeze. Now I think about it, <laughs> but like. Yeah, both Tropical Freeze and this, like, the levels last much longer than you expect. You know, they'll have at least two save points. Mm, right. So I guess that's why I thought, oh, okay, you know, I could, It's uh, there's probably not going to be much uh, left of this. You know, the six worlds, I mean, I'm on the six, yeah, last level of the sixth world now. But, like, yeah, I was like, yeah, I couldn't even do, like, one world in a night. You know, I know when I say a night for me, that's only, like, a couple of hours. You know? Right, sure. <laughs> like, 10 o'clock till midnight. Or whenever I fall asleep, um, but like you know, that's a lot of levels to get through. You know, you've got like eight levels per world, mm. but each level takes you know a good like ten, fifteen minutes. You know, it's you'd be lucky to get through a whole world in one night. So, um, and I think the last time I t talked about it, I was in like world three. So right, yeah, pretty early on. Yeah. So wow. yeah, um, but yeah, we, we've had the you know the obligatory snow level snow world and stuff like that but just because the the aesthetic you know like it's all like um you know materials and stuff so like the snow is cotton and like certain snowy covered things are like white lace and stuff like that it just looks it gives a whole different look to it it's really amazing um other things i didn't mention like um the badges system is kind of interesting mm -hmm. i mean uh i didn't really use it that much but like they uh, basically what it lets you do is you can you can kind of like give yourself items or give you some special ability for that level i mean there's even an option to like skip the level i don't understand why that's a thing <laughs> maybe you what's that baby mode <laughs> basically i don't know but like yeah well i guess some of the new super mario uh games had that as well like if you died like 10 times they let you skip it or something like that right shameful yeah absolutely <laughs> disgusting yeah. and i think they're still doing that oh 
actually tropical freeze didn't have that i don't think definitely the the first donkey kong returns did have that like the silver donkey kong that like did the level for you or something like that okay <laughs> but um after like world three i think it's world three or four like this adorable character called poochie god i love that i'm so tempted to get the amiibo but i you, must be strong no you must not you must give in <laughs> and at the same time buy all the yarn yoshi amiibo as well Pooch is that's the, the 3ds version don't get the 3ds version that's trash no it looks ugly as sin i mean it just takes away the whole point oh yeah i guess the last time i talked about this game you weren't on the episode uh, cyrus but i think you would like this game well the wii u version not the Godforsaken 3DS version. This and Kirby, I'm so tempted to pick up just because they look so nice. They like, do look beautiful really nice. games. Well, I got that Kirby. I can't tell you how it plays or looks because I haven't even played it yet. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Poochie, like he's on. He's only on like a couple of levels, but like after you, like I guess unlock him, you can get like a Poochie badge, and you can actually pay like uh, using the gems that you collect in the stage. You can actually have him on any stage. So basically, you, you stand on his back, and whatever direction you're facing, he'll run. And mm-hmm. if he gets to a wall, he'll jump up high. So you can like jump. When he jumps, at the peak of his jump, if you jump, you can get to like really high places. And he'll kill all enemies, and he'll go in little spaces and collect stuff for you. But it's quite cute, actually, because he doesn't actually just touch it, and you get it. He actually grabs it in his mouth, and he brings it back to you. And then drops it at uh, your feet, kind of thing. Pucci, he was in like the old uh, Yoshi's Island game one right. too, wasn't he? And I loved him there too. So when I saw the yarn version, it was like, yeah. oh my god, he's even better somehow. Is, and James, yeah, you know, you mentioned about the bad the bad system too. It's like when I when I was playing through the game, I thought about using that stuff, but then I was like, this game isn't that hard. No, so. you don't you don't need them. I think it's only to like. I mean, if you were to use them, I think it'd be quite fun to like go back on like like, like levels you've already done, sure. and then use ones like the um, you can have like infinite watermelon seeds and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It'd be quite fun, like those levels that are covered in that uh, destroyable uh, material. Right. Like to go back with like infinite watermelon seeds, that'd be quite fun. Yeah. Maybe just to unlock the last little bits of secrets and stuff like that. And I mean, I think that this this mm. is one of the Nintendo games. I mean, Nintendo's been doing a pretty good job with this lately. I I feel that yeah. it it strikes a balance where it's it's challenging enough, but if it's if they're like a, this is a little kid or something playing the game, they still have like these options yeah. so that kids could exactly. even enjoy it, even if they're terrible at video games and therefore life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really it's really um, it is challenging. It does get some to some really hard levels later on. And I like the mixture of like puzzle levels. They'll have, they'll stop and have like a puzzle level where you've got to explore and stuff like that. I mean, like, yeah, like I said, this last level is like that. Um, using things that have never been done in a Yoshi game before. It's quite, it's very, very clever. Uh, yeah. And they really make you look everywhere in the, in the level for these like things that you've got to get. It's, it's kind of amazing. Um, and obviously, my favorite feature off TV play, and well, not really off TV play, but like off TV sound <laughs> is there and it works perfectly, which, you know, Tropical Freeze didn't have, which was really annoying. This does have it, no problem whatsoever there. Um, I don't think there's any second screen functionality at all now I think about it. I think it's just literally a mirrored. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I think it's just a mirror. I just, yeah, you just put it to the side, you just ignore that just for the sound. And it supports every single controller. I mean, um, when I tweeted that I was playing this, like Don Koopman 
the Flying Dutchman, he recommended that I use the Wii remote because mm -hmm. <laughs> it's got like tilt control, so you can right, like, right. But I tried that and I really didn't like it, mm. like because you've got to press A to ready your eggs. So you're like using the D-pad to control, and then A if you think of where A is on the Wii remote, mm -hmm. and then you tilt and then you release, and then the egg is like. So I guess for accuracy, it makes sense. And also it makes you think, why isn't the second, like I'm using the pro controller, why isn't the second stick just like aim egg? It really right. makes you think like, why didn't they do that? It's really annoying. Cause like aiming is, you can aim straight up, like uh, on the, the left stick, but right stick is, doesn't do anything. Right. So you think like, this would make perfect sense for like dual analog, I guess, you <laughs> dual analog Yoshi controls. Yeah, I mean, they threw every sense. other controller option in there. They, it it would have been nice if they would have done something like that too, right? Because I mean, sometimes, you know, whenever you're trying to throw the eggs, if you're, because I was just playing primarily on the on the gamepad, like the Wii, you know, with the screen and everything. But um, that would, when you had to like, when you got to sections where you had to actually throw the eggs, it kind of yeah. bogged down a little bit because you had to kind of sit and wait for it to get the angle that you want. I mean, right. it would have been a lot nicer I mean, if you had a I'm little I'm using hasty, hasty controls where you hold down the button and when you release the button, it, it shoots the egg, which speeds it up slightly. But yeah, you still got to aim it, like you said. And right. you can lock it in, into place and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I would probably recommend the Pro or the regular gamepad for that. Um, the other like minor quibble is Miiverse. I mean, um, it, it has similar Miiverse to Mario Maker, which I think Mario Maker's got great Miiverse uh, support. Like when you, is it when you start the level? Or when, I think it's, no, no, I think it's when you complete the level. It'll have just like some scrolling uh, Miiverse co uh, posts right. about the stage. And mm -hmm. you know, just like pictures and just everything that people have done about that. It's like, you know, this is awesome. Like. And they'll have like recommended stages to play similar to that or whatever. Hmm. So Yoshi has kind of like that. They've got Miiverse posts about that stage, but they're all really shit. <laughs> it's just like people have used the stamps to make some shitty picture. And it's like just Yoshi with a ball of yarn next to him. And you're like, okay. <laughs> and then again, and you beat this level. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thanks for the tip, asshole. But then, <laughs> And then you'll get these really weird random ones like this level is fucking hard. <laughs> like, where did that guy where this guy come from? It's like all these cute little baby pictures, you know, that you know, you can tell like a six year old has drawn it and then it's like, you know, fuck this stage, bitch. You know, somebody's written in the handwriting. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> so I guess this level's hard. <laughs> um yeah, so you don't really get the tips. Or like, you know, another thing in Mario Maker people do is give you little tips, you know, like um, like if a, if a level, you have to use a certain technique. Like, you know, there's some techniques in, in Mario World that, you know, most people don't know how to do. Um, you know, like involving, you know, uh, juggling items and stuff like that. So most people would actually draw like a little tip for like that. Um, you don't get any of that in Yoshi. The, the Miiverse community is just like, yeah, just dicking around with uh, pictures or just swearing, yeah, uh, I mean, which that, ne neither of which is useful. Yeah, I mean, but before going into doing to do this episode and stuff, I was going through some Miiverse communities just to get like some screenshots for I think our Twitter post, and like I looked at the 1080 one, 
at least the Japanese one. And like, I think there's only a total of like about 10 posts <laughs> or something like that. And the game came right. out like last year. Yeah. But this is like, cause you know, it's all kind of broken down. I wasn't looking through like the drawings and stuff. I was just looking through like the play journals and stuff, but okay. yeah, <laughs> it's kind of disappointing. Some communities are really small, but then like you said, sometimes I it's hope you're doing even... that on your computer not on the actual Wii U. Yeah. No, God, come on. <laughs> Good. Um, yeah, but, like, never use Miiverse on your Nintendo system. Yeah, basically. Well, especially <laughs> on 3DS. I, I really hope Splatoon 2 on the Switch figures out some way to kind of replace the the Miiverse implementation right. they did. Because mm-hmm. Splatoon's Miiverse stuff was fantastic, where it mm-hmm. was like all the pictures people drew became graffiti in the levels or popped up over their heads when you met them in the plaza. Like, that was think- a cool use of it. I think they might have just like an in-game uh, thing, if you know what if, I mean. Yeah, if they do, I really hope they do something because that that'll be fine with me. I'd be totally cool with that. Yeah, I could see that. Um, so yeah, I think that's everything I wanted to say on Yoshi. Um, I think that's all I'll I'll talk about it. Um, like yeah, I'll probably complete the level you know after recording this episode, <laughs> and then um, and yeah. Overall impressions, very impressed. This is the sequel to Yoshi's Island that I've been waiting for for whatever it is, 24 years, 25 years. Hmm. And if you liked Yoshi's Island, I can't recommend this enough. It's just just fantastic. Looks amazing, plays amazing, and loads of content. Uh, I mean, that, I haven't even begun to unlock the uh, secret world worlds in each state uh, in each secret stages in each world. Hmm. I mean, that's another like yeah, that's another six levels that I haven't even seen yet, you know, which um, I don't know if I'll get around to. I mean, I, I think I've talked about this in uh, various long games that I've played. You know, I'm happy to see the credits. <laughs> I'm not really uh, in that kind of uh, go back and try and 100% it. You know, those those days are gone for me. <laughs> it's just <laughs> that's my life right now. Um, I ain't 18 anymore. Sure. Um, so yeah, and then I guess uh, I guess this is kind of a pattern with this uh, episode is talking about a real game and then a uh, mobile game. <laughs> no, I guess Danny didn't do that. He didn't no. play any mobile games, did you? I did, but I didn't talk about Madden. It. <laughs> sure. Um, so Pokemon Go. I mean, we probably got this in news, right? Yes, looking ahead. Yes, we do have this in news. But um, yeah, got back in. I mean, haven't really stopped playing Pokemon Go because Go, my son is still into it. And when I heard about this Generation 2 update, you know, had a look. And yeah, immediately upon loading it up, I was immediately greeted by like four new Pokemon, you know, in my house that I'd never seen before. And when I say never seen before, not like I hadn't seen it in the game before. I mean, literally, I have no idea what these Pokemon are because... I'm a red and blue guy. <laughs> I played Pokemon Blue, played the shit out of it, memorized all the Pokemon names, <laughs> but haven't played a Pokemon in the game since. So <laughs> I don't know any of these guys. I mean, I think... That's kind of cool to go into a game like that. Mer- I think Meryl, the blue mousy-looking one, I've seen that one around because I think that's just such a, it, it's just such a popular character that you just see it in general, you know, <laughs> in... You know, kids' books and stuff like that, you know. Wasn't Meryl um, an item in one of the Smash Brothers games? Yeah, yeah, or, yeah, yeah like probably something like that. Yeah, stage or like yeah that. actually, no, yeah, that's a good point, Ty. If it's been in Smash Brothers, I've probably seen it. I probably know right. it. Hmm. Um, 
Chikorita. That's another one I knew. But like, Otherwise yeah. known as the best starter of that set. Oh, that's the starter Pokemon. Didn't even know that. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, me and my son went out to the arcade, the, the game center, and uh, which has free Wi-Fi now. And uh, we got like 11 new Pokemon in one day. It was it was amazing. Like, and I I hadn't heard of any of them, <laughs> and my son was like over the moon. He's like, "Oh my god, this one looks like a a teddy bear, and this one looks like a squirrel." It's like he was going ape shit. Though. He was he was well impressed. So yeah, he's happy to have like new Pokemon. I mean, because I don't think we'd actually got a new Pokemon like one that we'd never seen before in a long time. Like it was it was more like just getting ones we already had and evolving them, hmm. and then and we actually had like twenty four. Eevees and they got like got a new got another Eevee and then we could immediately evolve that into one of the new uh the black Eevee. I'm sorry, I don't know what it's called. Thank you. <laughs> uh, um which you can which you can do by changing the name of it to Yeah, I love Sakura. that little Easter egg. That's like a really cool one. Taking the names of the Pokemon from the, the anime. Like Oh, is it? Is that right? Okay. It's Sakura yeah, they... and um something else. I can't remember, but they in the anime they meet two trainers that have the psychic and the dark one. Oh, they, Tamao, Tamao, I think it's called. Yeah, yeah. That's that's their nicknames in the show, which is like deep oh, lore for okay. such a random thing. Didn't know that. So yeah, I asked my son is like which what color uh, Pokemon, what what color EV do you want to change them into? And so yeah, we looked at, looked up on a wiki and uh, changed them into the the black one. Um, so yeah. It's uh, it's nice to finally have some new content. I mean, there's some new fruit, and you can now. I don't know if you could do this before, Cyrus. Like buy clothes with actual money. I had never heard of this until I saw you post about it on Twitter. I okay, stopped maybe, playing a long time ago. Oh, you stopped playing a long time. Ago. Okay, well, I'd never seen this before because I don't really. I haven't changed my guy's costume since I, you know, m- made the initial profile, dude. So, but I went on it to because they said they'd added new stuff so i went to it and it was like sunglasses and a, a jacket and stuff but it was like 200 coins which is real money that's like three dollars or whatever so <laughs> so fuck that my son was like oh sunglasses they're cool let's buy those i'm like nope that's real money son get working if you want to buy that exactly he's five years old he yeah, should start get, working so uh, yeah exactly that's what i told him coal mine get down there get some money um so yeah pokemon go it's back and there was that uh, brief terrible valentine's day week where loads of pink pokemon came out did you get your chancy yes i think we did <laughs> I think we got a chancy yes uh but i didn't other than getting extra candy and a, <laughs> a few extra pink pokemon hanging around there wasn't really much to it and it's already ended so kind of crappy sounds like valentine's day (laughs) (laughs) happy love day everyone (laughs) so yeah that is the end of new business thank you for listening sweet and the episode see you next week yeah good night everybody oh wait we're not done just yet (laughs) actually we gotta wait there's more there is more (laughs) a lot more
so let's go ahead and just kick off the news and let's just go ahead and throw this first bit out there because I think this is something that's kind of still fresh in everybody's minds. Uh, the They didn't actually technically say DLC, but basically it is DLC. The Zelda expansion pack for The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild has been announced. Um, yeah, it's just I, something I like the know. term expansion pack. It really brings me back to the 90s. But, four you know, me- at the same... megabytes of it. Right? No, it comes on a CD. <laughs> yeah. It's like a DLC, but it's a CD. Yes. <laughs> well, you know, at the same time, I was double-checking the Japanese price for this, and, like, on the Japanese version of the Zelda website, I haven't checked the any of the English versions, so it might say the same thing, so please forgive me if it does. But I it won't. says, like, DLC there, and I'm wondering if it says that in the on the English versions. Maybe you guys out there listening, or maybe listeners, you can... Let us know. Or so it's, 2000, guys can... it's 2,500 yen in Japan. Yes. But 20 so bucks. 20 bucks. 20, 20 US, euros. Uh, 19, about 20 euros and 17, about 18 pounds, looks like. You know, it, it's funny. It, you, it's good that you've got the, um, these are the official uh, prices, right? Well, it should be like 19.99 or, you know, whatever. Yeah. No, but I was looking at prices for the Switch uh, mm-hmm. and Zelda. Um, in the UK and, and uh, Japan, like seeing which one works out cheaper. Mm-hmm. I like the the Switch. I think the Switch is 280 squids, which works out to like, you know, 38,000 yen. <laughs> so it's actually way more expensive. Like this is a very weird time to be in. Like the the all the prices in the UK are just like astronomically more than Japan. So it's actually just cheaper to buy everything in Japan. Mm-hmm. I mean, unfortunately, I will have to buy Zelda uh, from the UK because <laughs> I want the English version. But um, because the prices kind of drop, not really drop, but like they've got more offers on the game Zelda in mm. England, that their price actually works out almost exactly the same as Japan. Okay. Uh, okay. But in, in Japan, you might have like, you might have some places. Danny, have you found anywhere that's got like a few thousand yen off the official price? Or I've seen it for other games. I think Zelda is already pretty, pretty, Standard so price, 6, nothing. Is it six hundred, six thousand eight hundred for the game? Like sixty two hundred or something like okay. that. Maybe plus tax. So I, I don't really remember. But yeah, like the pro controller was like you know like five, uh, maybe five six thousand yen more in the UK. Like worked out to be way more. <laughs> so yeah, I'll be happy to get everything here in Japan except certain games. Sure. Yeah. yeah. But. Just to clear up, it says players will be able to purchase an expansion pass for $20, granting access to two new sets of downloadable content. So it doesn't specifically say DLC anywhere on the website. It just says downloadable content and expansion pass. Okay. Well, I guess just a little bit about what this stuff is, too. So the first part uh, that's going to be coming out, I, I believe, day day <laughs> with the game. The worst um, bit is what yeah, starts. Yeah. It, you know, it unlocks three treasure chests are going to be located somewhere on the Great Plateau. Okay. Well, I think they just land right in front of your face, don't they? Like when they meet, when you touch the amiibo, it just goes boom right in front of you. We'll see. Yeah, I, I was confused about the wording on this too. Does it mean they're hidden somewhere or do they just like fall out of the sky like yeah, the amiibo stuff? Yeah, I think it'll just fall out of the sky like it does with the amiibo. But how would that work if you already pre-bought it and you load up the game for the first time and all your stuff's already bought? Just lands on top of Link's head as soon as he goes yeah, yeah. outside. A, Ma- a Mountain Dew logo will just appear in front of you and it'll just go boom. Right <laughs> <in front. laughs> okay. Wakes up from cryostasis wearing that Switch shirt. 
Yes, well, actually, speaking of the Switch shirt, yes, that's part of the second part coming this summer. A hard mode is going to be added as well, additional map features. Uh, I think it was like an additional oh, hard mode, because I think probably you're going to get a hard mode, but this is like, I don't know, extra hard or something, mm. or something else different. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there's a new challenge area, Cave of Trials, that's going to be added as well. Um, the third and final part's coming before the end of the year, and it's going to include a new dungeon, some kind of story elements, and uh, some other additional challenges as well. That, that could be exciting, the additional story thing. I mean, yeah. I had this crazy idea that you might be able to play as Zelda. Cause, like, you already do. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the game is called. Jeez, keep up. Right, right, right. But how cool would that be, like, if... I mean, Al Numa, when he, he might have like finally come to his senses, but it would have been too late because he's like, he'd already finished the game or finished the story for the game by then, you know, when people started talking to him and saying, so can we play as like a female Link in this game? And he's like, oh, uh, Triforce, maybe, maybe, maybe. Too <laughs> Only if she's a wolf, whatever. Um, but, you know, they, 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 in another interview that uh, about this, they've said that they are actually still working on this additional um, story content. So unlike other, you know, publishers who might just take out shit and then <clears throat> add it later, make you pay for it, <clears throat> Capcom. Um, this is actually, they are actually honestly not finished this part of the content yet. So, I mean, same with Mario Kart, right? They announced the Mario Kart DLC, but they hadn't actually finished any of those stages. Right. The races, so. I'm, I'm hoping that like the way Mario Kart DLC, it's kind of like, like all all this core Mario Kart stuff is Mario only. It's Mario and friends, but then the DLC was like, hey, let's go nuts, F Zero, Zelda, whatever, right. Animal Crossing, and right. so I I would hope that would make Nintendo more willing to make DLC weird stuff like playing as Zelda or playing as whatever. I don't want to. I don't want to go Hyrule Warriors mental. I just mean no, but I just mean like like an additional story where you get to play as a boat. the characters that are in the game, but from a different perspective. Kind of. Yeah, you're playing a as a boat yeah, on the land with legs. Yeah. No, I don't want any of that shit. I just maybe it's like maybe it's a part of the the main story. Like you know, the, there's probably going to be a part in the story where you lose Zelda or like she goes off on a different path, right? So maybe you just play as that. You know, what What was she doing when Link was doing this? You know, something like that. That would be cool. Um, yeah. it, doesn't, it doesn't have to be like a whole new 60-hour campaign, but just, you know, whatever, a five-hour. They, they could do it like that Xbox game, The Maw, which is a cool game. And it's like, when you buy the base game, you get, like, you go from level one, then you go to level two, then you go to level three, then you skip to level five, and then you go to level six. And then yeah. you, after you finish the game, you can buy the DLC that adds in level four. <laughs> they, they did that with Don't Assassin's that. Creed 2 also. I, I didn't even notice. And I was like, what? What is happening? We're missing a chapter. And they're like, yep, that's coming out as DLC later. And it's like, oh, okay, thank you. <laughs> but yeah, this, this has potential to be exciting. I mean, this, this uh, additional story mode is coming out like just before Christmas. So Yeah, it's like the winter DLC. Which is good which is good. I mean who the hell is gonna you know, this is a to to do everything in this game is gonna take a long time, he thinks. We're, we're probably looking like a hundred hour game here. So like you don't want like a whole new story like next week, do you? Right. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> what does, yeah. does anyone have any ideas what the additional map features could be? 
Nope. I, I don't thinking, know, maybe like set waypoints or track guardians or whatever, I don't know. No, that's that's bullshit. I was I was thinking maybe something like it adds something interesting to look at. Like maybe it's like viewpoints or something like like points to stand which will give you like the best view or something like that. Oh, or, so it's Assassin's Creed. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah, maybe even like um treasure chest locations or something like useful. I don't know, but that that'd be kind of cheating, though, wouldn't it? Yeah, it sounds like it's it's too big of a thing. Like they mentioned, additional map features. That sounds like a a big thing to put on a list of like DLCs. So hopefully, it's something cool. Like yeah, again, I guess that's. I hope all of these things are something cool. But, but right. I don't think it's something like it'll be game breaking or something that should have been in from the start. It'll I, Nintendo didn't really do that kind of thing. It, it'll be something that's like not really necessary to play the game but like it's something fun some like that's yeah the photo thing was the only thing i could think of you know interesting photo points across the map because it's such a big fucking map you're gonna miss most of the most of it right <laughs> so it's like why don't you go here and look in this direction and you'll see this interesting thing that kind of thing uh ty actually do you have any thoughts about this stuff i mean you're I know you're Xbox guy and stuff, but I mean, do you buy a lot of DLC? Uh, I buy, yes, yeah, a so-so amount of DLC. Okay. What do you think about like the pricing for this and like how Nintendo's went about talking about it? Uh, I don't know. It's going to, how big is it really? Like, um, you're just going to have to make a, a value judgment here. Yeah. Like, I mean, do you, do you crave twenty dollars <laughs> worth of Zelda? Is it right. worth twenty dollars? Yeah. Do you have to pay I, the twenty dollars now, like upfront? Yeah, so you can't buy the pieces individually. You have to buy all of them as a single twenty dollar block. But and you can, can I pay buy, that can later or now in... or whenever, but you oh, can't okay. get them individually. Because they might release more information about the DLC in like October. And then you could still splash down the 20 then, right? Yeah. yeah, and I think that's the main problem I have with this, is that, like, say with Mario Kart, that had a, a season pass type thing, but it told you, like, exactly what you were getting in every part of it. Like, right, yeah. you knew you were getting X number of characters and X number of maps. And even the same with Hyrule Warriors, you knew you were getting characters and maps and in this number at this time. D didn't it unlock, like, extra-colored Yoshis or something at yeah, if you well. bought it early or if you bought the whole pass, you got extra. So this, little... this is kind of like that. So the extra colored Yoshi thing is the the Switch T-shirt, isn't it? Yeah. Which I do not need, so I don't mind waiting until October. Is it, Danny? Is it only the T-shirt that you get in, immediately? Uh, the T-shirt's one of the things they didn't. I don't think they said what all the treasure chests actually. No, do. just three chests, and you don't know what they yeah. are. They could all be the same T-shirt. We don't know. <laughs> So yeah, an extra bit of loot. I mean, it's not something that you need to get day one. You don't need to put down 20 bucks right. day one on March 3rd for the, these I mean, three. If you got the here. money and you're interested, who cares? I mean, whatever. Uh, that's I, probably me. <laughs> I, would rec I would recommend wait until they do a Nintendo Direct in October and detail exactly what's in this DLC. And if you're interested in it, then put down the 20. 
but I would, I would recommend going in blind. Just throwing actually throwing <laughs> out forty dollars, buying two of the things. Just get all the amiibo, buy that collector's <laughs> edition. You know, put down the the full three hundred and fifty dollars to get the maximum right. Zelda exposure here. Yes. Or you could listen to these idiots and do that. Yes. Yeah, but, but you know, just to, in regards to like DLC, I, I looked at something like Star Wars Battlefront. Like when that came out, they you know the game is a sixty dollar game, and you have to have if you're playing on PlayStation, you have to have you know. Uh, PlayStation Plus to be able to play, and then if you wanted to get this this DLC season pass thing, it was like fifty bucks, and they were weren't really forthcoming at the time about like what it was going to be. I mean, at the time it was like right before Episode uh, Seven, so like okay, here's some stuff for that, and there's going to be other stuff we're going to be releasing later. Yay! And you didn't really know it was going to what was going to be, but I'm so glad I didn't plunk down the money then because I found. It's, it's all of the DLC for like 800 yen. Like, you know, <laughs> Japanese yen, was, I think it was like six, 7,000 yen. And I somehow found it on some crazy sale over uh, winter so, vacation. So Danny, you're, you're the only, I think you're the only guy who's going to get the Switch and Zelda at launch. So what are you going to do? I'll, I'll probably get it. I think I got the extra money to be able to pay for it. So eh, just get it out of the way. Because I'm going to get it anyways, probably, you know. So. <laughs> yeah, like when I get so, a Switch, so you're not, I get you're Zelda. not learning. You're not learning from your battlefield experience. What no, no, I didn't. No, 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 no. I didn't pay uh, at front, up front for that. Um, you well, you okay. benefited from not doing that. But then again, this is. Nintendo. I am suggesting that you do the same again now. This, this is Nintendo. That DLC is never going on. Oh sale. yeah, yeah, it's never going on sale. But you know, you're saying you're going to get it no matter what, so you might as well get it now. But I, I wasn't planning on that with Star Wars. Um, I only got it because it was eight bucks for like it was like a fifty sixty dollar value for like eight bucks. So yeah, I'd just rather spread out <laughs> spread out the money spending a little bit more, you know, because you're spending a lot yeah. day one, right? So yeah, why add well, it? That's an extra twenty bucks for my American bank account. Not a big deal. Okay. <laughs> Next. Good. <luck> <laughs> So, yeah, Zelda Amiibo functionality has been finally revealed. Oh, yeah. Cyrus, do you know People are getting them, right? I've seen uh, yeah, photos of like... American journalists getting them. Mm, so this is where this information came from. Nintendo obviously didn't announce it, because why would Nintendo give you information <laughs> like this? Right, but right. people went into stores, and the Amiibo are now on some shelves, and the information is on the back of the box. So if you scan any of the Breath of the Wild Amiibo, they will each drop like a weapon or they'll, they'll drop a treasure chest with a random weapon. That's probably rare. I think is the way they described it. Hmm. So if you drop like the link one, he'll give you a rare bow or if you drop Zelda, you'll get a, a rare shield or rare arrows or rare swords or whatever. And so this, this functionality is kind of the same as the other random Zelda ones where they, you know, meat rains from the sky or, <laughs> or yeah. fish rains from the sky or whatever. Right. So what I find really bizarre about this is that all of the official Breath of the Wild amiibo are kind of garbage. Like, they just give you random weapons. That is weird. Where, yeah. Whereas the Twilight Princess one gives you a whole new, like, companion animal. Right. It's, like, really strange that the amiibo not specifically for this game... <laughs> Is far better than the actual ones. What what does um? I've got a bog standard link. What does he is he going to do anything? Uh, I think that makes meat rain from the sky. It's rain and meat. <laughs> Hallelujah! I can't remember exactly what triggers what, but 
all of the. I think Ganon okay. gives you hard mode, or was that when Twilight Princess? I can't. That's remember. Twilight Princess. Yeah. yeah. That's now. Oh. That's now paid DLC. You can't swipe Ganon for that no more. <laughs> right. Um. Oh, we we missed a comment from uh, YouTube. Uh, Suave five five one suggested uh, something that uh, the new map feature could be. Okay. Yeah, so he was saying, maybe it tells you the ecosystem and attack patterns of enemies. Hmm. So that's actually kind of a cool thing, that maybe it could turn the map ah, apple scanning thing or something. Is that, like, no, it'll tell you where all the apples are. Oh, that's true, that too, if you're hungry. These, the, if you want meat, this is the meat meat zone. This is where all the, uh, the pigs hang out. That's <laughs> where Link hangs out, throwing meat up in the air. This is the red light district. Uh, these are where the apples are, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. If if it did make the, the the map into like a Metroid scanner where you had to go around and like tag enemies or tag apple trees apple. or whatever. <laughs> right. I want to read like, about the lore of this apple tree. Yup. Translate the, the Hillian writing on this apple tree. It says exactly. apple tree. Exactly. Right then. Um, so amiibos. And Jesus Christ, that Guardian amiibo. It's like it's like half a meter wide. <laughs> yeah, it's huge, but and it's, the arms it's are like, posable. They're it's like, like the size of the gamepad. It's like a Wii U gamepad. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I'll probably get that one because it's really pretty, and I love the Guardian designs. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Oh, I, um, little tidbit of info: like Aonuma in an interview said that the Guardians, like the whole concept of this Guardian that can just like fuck you up immediately, comes from the fact that when he plays like Zelda One. Like the um, Octoroks, like uh, just like he he died on like the first Octorok or something like like it was so hard for him, like the the movement patterns and like how they you know they walk and how they attack you it was just so hard for him to get to grasp. He was just like scared of this little kind of octopus creature hmm. that could just kill you so quickly because you know yeah, you've only got three. Like, I can make everyone fear it. So yeah, now he's created like the ultimate Octorock. It's like this massive fucking <laughs> thing that just destroys you with a laser beam immediately, you know. So he wanted to create that fear again uh, that he had when he played Zelda 1. Hmm. That That's kind of cool. I like that. <laughs> Maybe he's taking it a bit too far though, because fucking hell. <laughs> can you actually kill? You can kill You can, yeah. Things. And it shows like... If if you drop if you drop the the guardian amiibo, it gives you exploding arrows, which are apparently really good for killing guardians. Right. Oh, I think I've seen a few shots of like slow mo Link jumping in the air and firing one of those. It's pretty cool. Hmm. Um, one last thing. It's not on the agenda, but it's uh, so earlier in the chat, uh, Carlo Mazzocco, he mentioned no talking about spoilers for Breath of the Wild storyline. And okay. have any of you seen and? <laughs> I guess let's not talk about spoilers, but have you seen that new Japanese only trailer for Breath of the Wild that was apparently <laughs> riddled with spoilers? Right. Well, I Nintendo did. of America tweeted out a picture from it immediately yeah. afterwards, which was weird. Yeah, that was a that was kind of a weird thing. Like, I don't know how well this actually ended up for them, but I guess they at certain times a day and they had like a on their website they talked about like, okay, if you want to see this commercial, be sure to be watching this channel. On at this time of day, and you could you might have a well, you'll have a chance to see it at one of those points. And I think I was just randomly on a channel that had it, one of them. I, I don't know. And I was kind of just like watching a little bit, and I was like, oh, I'll just watch this later on YouTube. But I could have swore like somebody like Cheese Meister 3K, you know, 
guy who like translates a lot on Nintendo directs and stuff. He said that like these commercials were relegated to being on TV only. Huh. And like, as in like, AKA you're never going to see this outside of Japanese television, but how the hell is that even possible in the day and age of YouTube? Yeah, this is, this is Nintendo and the internet. Just, just smile and nod, and they. <laughs> well, yeah, it won't be available in Nintendo's YouTube channel. Right, but it'll be available on Nintendo Fan Six Six Six. Yeah, immediately afterwards. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, that was that was interesting. I, I, yeah, and you know, even after I get Switch and I'll have Zelda and stuff like that, I'm not gonna be throwing out spoilers left and right. So any of you guys out there listening, you don't have to worry about that. Um, That's what he says now. Yeah. I mean, you know, with Ocarina of Time today, I mean, hey, I, I killed Ganon. Oops, spoilers. I mean, you have that stuff, that type of stuff to look forward to. What an uh, asshole. No. I, we'll, we'll keep a tight lid on things. I hate getting spoiled with shit, too. So, yeah. It's, a, it's the same. That, spoilers. What's that? Uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna like make up bullshit and then say that's what happens. <laughs> yes. And it's gonna, it's gonna then, be we'll, like read read the angry emails on the next live episode. There it is. I yeah. mean, we're, we're all good. I mean, Ty, I'm assuming you're never gonna be playing Breath of the Wild. Yeah, that that's what makes it extra funny. <laughs> um. So, but like me and Cyrus are gonna be playing this like much later on in the year. Um, yeah. Probably like after you Danny's. said, you're, you're not going to want extra story content as soon as you finish the game. I'll probably be getting that extra story content about when I finish the game. <laughs> right. Yeah, so it'll work out. But like, it'll be interesting, though, because it's such a big game. And, but like the way you go about the game, because it's like a Skyrim, you know, Witcher-type open-world game, like we're not going to have the same stories, are we? Like how we tackle stuff and how we complete dungeon stuff. It's going to be so different from one another. Ideally. I'm going straight to the last boss as soon as I boot the game up. <laughs> You're gonna try and defeat him with a stick. Yeah, naked, just <laughs> fucking naked vegan Zelda run. Apparently, <laughs> apparently it is possible though. Right? Yep. That's what I've been hearing about these naked vegan runs all over the place. It's amazing. So yeah, that'd be cool. So what I mean is, like, even though we'll hear what how Danny you know goes through the game, it's not like it's going to be the same uh, story from when we play it, right? So it should be kind of interesting to compare notes, you know, when we eventually do get around to playing it. Right. Switching gears for a little bit. Um, this isn't really a bit of news, just something I think that you guys should check out there. Uh, so Sayonara Hakoboy, the last game in the Box Boy series, there's a review up on Nintendo World Report right now, written by Don Koopman. Uh, you should check it out. He tells you about what's different about it and stuff and not available in the West, only available in Japan right now. So what, what's called did it get? I well, you have to go check it out <laughs> and actually read the review. <laughs> TLDR. <laughs> so, um, all right. This next little thing, bit of information here that that's on the agenda. This is something that I thought was a thing for a bit because I think the last episode or the one before that, I had went and done this. And oh, um, you had? Wow. Maybe um, this is like right now. So my Nintendo user IDs are now available. So. Be sure to go to the My Nintendo webpage and kind of claim your uh, My Nintendo user ID. I, I was ID. so confused by this when I saw this going through the news. Mm. I was like, I've already got a Nintendo ID. 
yeah. <laughs> it's not a it's not a Nintendo ID. It's a Nintendo user ID. Like what the fuck? Yeah, like yeah. I like Nintendo's. Like they try to put a Nintendo stamp on everything, you know, to make it Nintendo. But they're running out of permutations for these IDs, and it's getting mega confusing. It's so weird. Like I thought, like when the My Nintendo things took over from Club Nintendo. And then we we made these Nintendo IDs. I thought that was it. We were set for life. This is it. This is all you need. Uh, I think it even said, you know, it's, it'll work in future mobile games and future consoles. It's like, this is it. But then it, this is like another layer on top of your ID, Nintendo ID. <laughs> I'm so confused. Yeah. But what, what, it, what it is, anyway, it's like you just log in with your regular id and then if you go to the settings it's got like you know you could have got your change email change name and then it's like user id just appeared out of nowhere and you click that and you have to change your password for some reason <laughs> do you notice that you have to change your password and then you can uh, add a user id so uh yeah i claimed my family complicated and my uh, japanese one as well which i just called family complicated jp yeah. <laughs> that's um, all I could think of. I'm, so. I guess I'm pretty sure I, I'm just double checking my Japanese when I have that set up, and I think I got my US one set up too. And I, thankfully, I have like a different me picture, like some bald guy with a creepy mustache. So it's really easy not to get him confused, <laughs> right? Even though the names are like, how did you change that? It was like uh, something I created on my 3DS, like my American 3DS, a long time ago. I just made a character. It's called It's Me, and <laughs> it's yeah, me. yeah, and whatever and that was just the me that it was but i imagine this is something that maybe you could change later ish so well, don't hi what's your gamer tag your xbox gamer tag uh super tie dx okay that's what i'm calling my us account all right <laughs> that's there what tag advertise and uh one thing i saw it was like a comment string on polygon or something where it was <laughs> a couple of people were talking about uh like they've got short usernames i think yeah, one guy was. Yeah, this guy is called TGT. Is his username, and these uh, these Nintendo user IDs are a six character minimum. Right. So he said, like, I I only use three characters, so this is really annoying. So he contacted customer services, and the response I thought was strange. So they said the character limit set for the user ID is different than that for the Nintendo account name. This is for your own security, and it is highly recommended that you set a user ID that is different from your Nintendo account name. <laughs> As such, right. the character limit for the user ID will not be changed. So that's <laughs> really bizarre. I have no idea what's going on there. I was I was with you for the first part, and then I was like, okay, whatever. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, you might have something completely different. Like I said, on my North American 3DS, my username on there is it's me but my nintendo network id was something else and now my my nintendo i you know, it's just <laughs> right right because you got like a you had like a username before this yeah. username you had like i had like family complicated but my name was james yeah but now i've got that i've got family complicated and i've got james and now i've got my new user id which is also family complicated, but you know, whatever. <laughs> right. I mean, I'm just looking at my, my account on here and it's, you know, there's Danny Biv in the corner. There's a Danny Biv there and there's a user ID Danny Biv. I mean, you know, <laughs> what I'm getting 
guessing this is is that they're retiring the Nintendo accounts that were used on Wii U and Switch. And yeah, this Nintendo is like, Network ID, excuse me. Nintendo Network ID, I apologize. And then this is like this this is their soft way to slowly erase that by kind of overlapping. Cyrus, you said Switch, but you meant Wii U, right? I don't care anymore. <laughs> too many Nintendo whatevers. They're retiring the yeah, the Wii, the Wii U is dead, so it's like yeah, three DS Wii U. That's NNID, and that's old, and that's yeah, and that's never going to be used again. Yeah. Right. So this is what they're trying to roll out as its replacement. That's what I'm guessing, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, but also we um, I don't know if we got it in the news, but we no, we don't. Um, we found out that there was a little bit of hope, like the the switch was uh, leaked, wasn't it? It was accidentally. Well, no, actually, no, it wasn't accidentally. Nintendo said it was a stolen machine. It was stolen, yeah. Somebody stole it and then resold it, and the guy who bought it didn't know it was stolen until Nintendo said, hey, by the way, that one you've got, it's stolen. Please give it back to us. But that was after it all... He uploaded a video about the the user profile and the setup, and uh, what else did he do? Yeah, he basically showed the whole UI and everything, right? Mm -hmm. Um... And in part of that setup process, it said something like, you know, the Nintendo ID is used uh, to store all of your purchases and it can be transferred from system to system. So basically, what it means is that it's no longer locked to one console like it is with the Wii U. Like, if you get another Switch, you can just log out on one Switch and log in with another one, you know, as it should have always been. You don't need to phone up Nintendo to transfer (laughs) to a different console. Those days are gone. So I don't think you'll be able to have two the same login on two systems. Um, but uh, yeah, you'll definitely be able to switch it yourself. You don't have to call Nintendo or your parents. Yes. So let's keep going on with the news here. Uh, Sai, uh, this next bit of news is something I know that you put on the agenda here. Yes. So uh, and. Adding to the list, the growing list of Switch games that have been announced was a smartphone game called Voyez. I think Voyez. It's they. I can't. I don't know what the pronounce for this is. V O E Z or Z. And Good. this is a, a smartphone music game, and they're making a Switch port. Hmm. So the game is available now on Android and iPhone. So I downloaded it last night to try it out, and it's okay-ish. I guess it's a smartphone music game there's a billion of them and this is one of them is it free it's free <laughs> but it's 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 really heavily locked behind uh behind microtransactions so you start the game you get one free song that you own okay and then as you play you can very slowly unlock more songs more... is this for the switch version or for the uh... They haven't really given any information about the Switch version aside from okay. it is coming. And this this game have have any of you ever played Groove Coaster in game centers or on your phone? I've seen it. I think it's, I played it like once. Yeah, the basic idea is you've got like a single track of music and then different types of notes will appear. Hold notes, like tap notes, flick, whatever. And this game kinda runs the same where it's got like a single track of music. But then throughout the song, the track will move across the screen or it'll split into several tracks and you have to keep track of them with your two thumbs. Hmm. So it's it's really heavily designed for a touchscreen. 
So this game will definitely be on, like, I can only imagine it being played as an on-the-switch touchscreen game. Actually, yeah, you've just reminded me of another bit of news uh, about a game which is way better than this bullshit. Um, the, you know, Tomorrow Corporation, <laughs> they announced uh, three games that are coming to Switch. World of Goo, oh, yeah. um, Human Resource Machine, and Inferno, something Inferno. <laughs> I forgot that what it is. Um, it was a Wii U launch game. Wii U eShop launch Little game. Little Inferno. Little Inferno, thank you. So all three of those are coming to Switch. Um, and I thought, oh, that's cool. Like, World of Goo, I've always wanted to play that. I, I mean, I think I had the demo on the Wii. Like, it was like one of the best Wii eShop games, right? Well, it wasn't called the eShop, was it? We were. We were. There you go. Thank you. I think that might be in a hum- humble bundle right now. You might want to check that out. So I, I think it's I, perpetually in humble bundles. Probably. It's a good game, apparently. Yeah. Um, so I tweeted at Tomorrow Corporation and I said, so will we be able to like use touch controls when the switch is undocked? You know, because I was I was trying to get you know a little bit of info about the system. You know, will you be able to have games that are touch when it's undocked, but then pointer uh, when it is docked? Because I, I wanted I didn't think they would reply to be honest, but they did, and they were like, "Yep, when it's undocked, you can use touch controls, and when it's in docked, you can use the Joy-Con as a pointer." So I was like, "Oh, cool! It kind of that is cool. Good and job." That, and that actually became a little bit of news on Nintendo World Report later. So. Um, but in game journalist James Trump. <laughs> yeah. But in center stage. You got the scoop. <laughs> got the scoop. So yeah, that was interesting. But and they didn't explain how the pointer thing is gonna work, if it's like the IR camera thing on the Joy-Con or if it's just like motion control or something like that. Based on tilt or something, but we'll find out. But anyway, it's cool it's cool that you can have so probably for this shitty game that we're talking about now, Voez, you know, maybe it's the same kind of deal. Yeah, probably where it'll have different controls depending on if it's docked or undocked. I mean, uh, whoever talked about Miku games, was it? I'm assuming it was Cyrus. Or maybe Danny. Mm, oh, Hatsune Miku ones? Hatsune Miku. Like, you can do... Or maybe it was... <laughs> all you guys have talked about freaking Miku games in the past. Haven't you? <laughs> They're not bad games, man, really. No, 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 no. But, like, the fact that you can have touch controls and you can use, like, D-pad or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. Probably me on Project Mirai. Also, so, too, I mean, with that, yeah, that works. Uh, Final Fantasy Theatrical them as well. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that, that was another one. So, like, basically, Switch, you can have, you can have both. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're not, you're not limited to one or the other. What which was I something am... I always thought they wouldn't do, you know? Hmm. What I am curious with this game, though, is that it's, it's so heavily locked behind microtransactions and stuff. Like, I'm curious to see how they change that over to the Switch or if they will maintain them. Like, would it have microtransactions as a Switch title, like a free to download or whatever? <laughs> Nintendo are fine with microtransactions now. They, yeah, they, no, that's what I'm, I'm curious. This brave new world in the Switch, what will they do with this kind of stuff? Free to start, free to play, whatever. They're down with it. Yeah. This game, I tried it out. I will probably never play it again. I really don't <laughs> like it. But, but uh, the one thing that I did stand out that was interesting was that it's it's a Taiwanese game. So... All of the music is uh, is it's like sang in Mandarin. It's all Chinese and Taiwanese music. Huh. So I mean, like I play a million rhythm games here in Japan, and most like ninety percent of the music is all Japanese singers and J-pop and whatever. So having a game that's <laughs> entirely Mandarin songs is really strange and kind of refreshing. 
So uh, if you're right. into that, give it a try. It's free. Get a few games and then delete it like I did. <laughs> I might. I'm just biting my fist right now, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you can get achievements with that, Ty. Sorry. Uh, you could try. I don't know how it's going to work, but... But one thing this game did inspire me is, like, I would love to see, uh, like, a Switch game that comes out that, you know, like, a Battle of the Bands game where it's got really simple music controls, like, just... And you can each use half a Joy-Con to play it so that you could go to your friend's house and be like, hey, you want to play, like, co-op Guitar Hero? And you give each half, like, a, a Joy-Con, like... That would be awesome to play like little mini games like that or little music games between two people. I want that. I need it. Yeah, I think that tabletop mode is going to be big, in, especially in Japan. Mm. Like just share, you know, sharing. <laughs> I'm not going to say what Nintendo said, but sharing a controller with a friend <laughs> and just playing it anywhere. Because I think that's all all the TV commercials are focused on here, right? Yeah, I think that's. Like I, that's the first thing I said, and I will keep saying it. That is the killer app of the Switch. Yeah, I was just thinking about like in in the office, like in the teachers' room where I work. I'm, I mean, yeah, just being able to play Mario Kart at lunchtime, things like that, with one system, one you know, just one Joy-Con each. Well, I'll probably just give one them one Joy-Con, and then I'll use the Pro Controller. Totally fair. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. But yeah, and then you know. Splatoon. That's another cool thing to be able to play that. You don't even need internet. You know, you can just play LAN now. I don't, that's not in the news, is it? Splatoon's got LAN support. Oh yeah, they detailed how it all works. Like you can just hook eight consoles together plus a ten. spectator console. Ten, ten consoles together because two yeah. can be spectators. <laughs> that's so they're going full esports on this. Yeah, tie. Fantastic. Yeah, esports, 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 esports. Esports now. They actually just showed off a new stage for Splatoon like about an hour ago. It's like a some sort of rock concert place. Okay, makes sense. Sounds Mm -hmm. hype. Well, moving on with the news, we kind of the live uh, the splat fire. What the test fire? Oh, we. uh, I mean, I think that's. Ty's only sampling of uh, Splatoon, isn't it? There's the one-hour yeah. free demo. No, oh, yeah, I think they did three hours, don't they? But the, the, it's really weird time because it's like a global thing. So for, for us, it's like, you know, 1 a.m. and then like, you know, 7 a.m. and then right. 12 p.m. Right. There, there were like a, a few different ones. And uh, some, yeah, of them, again. some of them were great times and some of them were really inconvenient times. Yeah, those, the inconvenient ones were meant for, you know, someone in another region, right? Right, other regions. Those are the glory days of roller salt. Uh. Finger quotes. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I love the the paint roller. That's non-stop scrub quotes. <laughs> um, and I also, if you remember when it, when I played it, I also live streamed it. And like the very yeah. very first thing that happened was someone came at me with a roller, and I <laughs> I just walked backwards and shot them, and commented on how it was the chess of games. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see Ty do that now. Yeah, sorry. I like Overwatch. <laughs> yeah, things have changed since then, Ty. Things have changed. Yeah, well, well I mean, come on. Who didn't see that coming a mile away? Yeah, it um, was the stupidest cool. thing to complain about. It's like saying that blocking is overpowered in Street Fighter. 
right? Or Bastion is overpowered in Overwatch. <laughs> Noted worst character. <laughs> yes. It is uh it is cool that they're doing this again and it's gonna be in March. I think it's twenty fourth. Twenty fourth, twenty third, something like yeah. that. So that's actually, like another launch game, I guess, in a way. I, <laughs> I actually wonder if, if that converted a few people who were like, eh, I'll hold off on the Switch to like, it, it oh, I'll actually did. pick it up. <laughs> it almost did to me. But then I thought, wait a minute, this is just an hour. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is not like I'll be playing Splatoon, you know, to uh, up to summer. You know, it's Well, they, they, they will probably do it another few times. Uh, they did do that with Splatoon 1. It wasn't just right. that once, was it? They did it a couple of times. So. Might have been like after, yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah, you could be right, but I'm, I could easily see them doing it, like you know, another couple of times before it comes out, just to yeah. iron out the kinks. So, so, what's next on the news? Yeah, kind of some other little things here. We mentioned Fire Emblem Heroes earlier. There's a big kind of an update that kind of went through. It uh, changed the heroes that you can get, that you can pull from, and then there's like kind of scaled down stamina costs and stuff like that. Yeah, that stamina cost thing. I know it's only a minor thing, but it was it was nice that originally this is supposed to be like a launch period of the game, mm-hmm. where all the, like uh, a lot of the missions were half cost, like half of the the stamina costs. Right. And then everyone complained. It was like, please leave it like this. Do not make them double the cost after this launch period. Yeah. And then, then the company's like, okay. So. <laughs> yeah. Thank God, because I mean. Otherwise, you really can't get a lot of stuff done. So no, it would be more unplayable than it is now if they doubled the costs. Right, and then everyone would leave, not just Cyrus. Yes. So, <laughs> um, next part, we kind of talked about this a little bit earlier. Pokemon Go, getting all the different Gen Two critters. Um, Pokemon Tournament gets a major, yeah, Pokemon gets a major 1.5 update in arcades. So we talked about the Wii U version before. So what type of stuff? does this arcade update do? Yeah, this is kind of... This is what I was saying about the, the Wii U one being left behind, where it's two patches behind now. Mm-hmm. Where this this did a lot... Like, it was just mainly balance changes, but some of the DLC characters got really majorly changed with, like, getting new attacks or stuff like that. Hmm. And the assist Pokemon were, like, heavily changed to... Uh, to, like... Sometimes you can only use some assist Pokemons once a match where you used to be able to use them as many times as you could. Okay. So it was just a lot of like general tweaking. And this this patch is so big that I feel this is a precursor to a Switch announcement. Okay. Okay. But yeah, aside from that, nothing really major in that patch. Right. I'm just checking out the uh, new Splatoon map. Yeah, it looks amazing. It's, it makes complete sense because it's like... Uh, They've had all those Splatoon concerts, right? With uh, Kelly oh, and Oh, yeah, the live Splatoon stuff. So. Yeah, so it's kind of like that, isn't it? Makes sense. Right. Sorry. So... <laughs> I need to start my split new sp- uh, uh, Splatoon section again. Maybe when it comes out. Well, hey, I mean, it's it's coming up. It'll be pretty relevant here, if not already, here very soon. Um, next little bit of news here. Yeah, I mean, as expected, kind of talking about uh, Switch file sizes. Um, these, yeah, I mean, for if you're only a Nintendo gamer, actually, Jesus Christ, these are tiny. Um, oh, the, uh, the biggest one is like 32 gigs, and that's the Dragon Quest Heroes, right? Yeah, yeah and that's like two games in one, and it's Square Enix. So yeah, it it 
it does mean if you want to download that game, you literally can't do it on the base system. It takes up more than the entire operating or the entire internal storage. Well, that, that's, a, that's a stupid thing to say. I mean, who's who's going to want to download like a massive game and then not have you know additional storage? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Remember I when I had to delete my Splatoon save file because I ran out of Wii U storage? Do you remember how much we mocked you for that for like a whole year? <laughs> that was pretty good times. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who bought an eight gigabyte system and then, then decided to do all digital. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. <laughs> You're not going to do that with the Switch, are you? Like, I, I already have my memory card bought for the Switch. Oh, nice. First game you're going to download is Django's Heroes. I want to see if Disney Infinity's coming. They've announced Skylanders. I got to leave on the hope. You've got your four gigabyte uh, micro SD ready. Good. I think it's like I've got like a fifty gig one here or something. Fifty. Yeah. <laughs> you really didn't learn, did you? How big is this? Oh wait, two hundred gig. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Let's say fifty. I don't think they make them like that. That's a weird yeah, that would size. Be useless. Yeah. Two hundred. Bizarre. That's, yeah, that's more than enough. So, next little bit of news. I thought we talked about this last month, last episode, actually. Ultra Street Fighter 2 color edit modes plus like a first person mood for first person mode for Ken. Oh, man. We've, no, no. Since the, that episode, we've actually seen it now, and it okay. looks terrible. It looks, we are back in the glory days of random waggle games for the Wii Man. Jesus oh, we. It's my life. Was there a. Was there a drag? What's it called? A Dragon Ball Z like Wii See. game where you had to like waggle like the nunchuck and the thing together to do like the <laughs> fireball? Right. It was just Budokai with like mandatory waggling. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think it, it basically reminded me of that. It was Ooh. terrible, and it's it's such a bad advertisement for the Joy Cons. It makes the Joy Cons look unresponsive. And yeah, pretty. it looks genuinely terrible. That was a re- I mean, if I was Nintendo, I'd be like fucking flipping tables. It's like, why are you showing this? Why are you showing this shit to the public? At least get it fucking <laughs> sorted before you start live streaming it to the world. I mean, Jesus Christ! I mean, Nintendo are clamping down on like indie devs who you know accidentally photograph the Joy-Con from the wrong angle, and then they let then they let Capcom show this shite. It's like, what the hell's going on over there? <laughs> Seriously, it's yeah. like a whole lot of oversight. Somebody leaked the fucking UI. Like, who gives a shit? It's not like who's gonna care about that, you know? Yeah. And then they're gonna show the Joy-Con unresponsive and shitty. You know, that's such a damaging thing to show. It's like really bad idea, right? And it's not finished, right? They said I think in that same interview they said, yeah, it's fifty percent finished. This game, it's coming out. This year. It's coming out in like two weeks or whatever. <laughs> it's it's coming out. They just said this year, but. Oh, okay. Done. So, yeah, thank Christ for that then. Got, yeah, <laughs> no, it's coming on launch day. 50% done. Congratulations. <laughs> Have fun with our game. I love that Japanese magazines still do that. It reminds me of like reading Nintendo magazines in the 90s, you know. Mm. It's like, you know, this game is 5% finished. <laughs> Look forward to it in the next five years. Yeah, but I mean, like, I, I do play Street Fighter V. I'm, I'm well aware, I'm well versed in Capcom's history of releasing games that are 50% done. <laughs> oh, yeah. Actually, I forgot. Yeah, that's a good point, Cyrus. 50%. Yeah, so yeah, that's straight straight to retail then. Yeah, like, it's <laughs> ready to ship. Surprise like, launch game. There it is. 50% finished. Done. Job done. Um, you want the other 50%? The DLC. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
So the last little bit of news here, this is something that came out of, uh, um, I think it was a press event or some kind of streaming event that NIS America had. And uh, Coldcept Revol uh, Revolt and RPG Maker Fest, also called, I think, Japanese RPG Scooter Fest, um, are coming to North America, thanks to James or NIS America. Take your pick. Thanks, um, James. I love Coldcept. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, and, you know, I talked about Coldcept Revolt last year. There was a pretty lengthy demo that I think I got somehow through my Nintendo. And, um, no, it's, it's fine. I mean, I, I had a decent time with it, I guess, for the for a demo that was free. Um, yeah, I haven't played the RPG Maker for 3DS, though. I, I always kind of wanted to get it. There is... Maybe I'll just do this for the next episode. Or no, probably not, because Switch. But um, <laughs> for those of you out there that aren't getting the Switch, James, yeah. maybe you should just download like the RPG Maker, because there's like a, a player that you can get where you can just download games that people have actually made. Okay. Um, maybe that's something we can talk about next episode, if if possible. No one's so. going to care about that at Switch launch. Probably not. So, excellent, good point. <laughs> <laughs> just the, no, nothing we say in the next episode will matter. It'll just be white noise to everyone. Yeah, I'll just try to just just try to throw out a you know a wide cast out a wide net there, but uh, yeah, eh, doesn't matter. Have any of you actually gone into like the, like the stores that have all the Switch on displays with the games and stuff yet? I haven't left my house in weeks. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> I, I went in. Whoops, and. Uh, those yeah it's kind of cool like the the store my my nearest store is like going all out obviously it's got a huge switch display there's the console there and Sweet. all the game boxes and stuff so yeah it's cool it's like almost here i, I haven't been out i haven't been out to like a shop since i think i pre-ordered and at the time there was like nothing i mean like maybe some <laughs> printed out like stuff from like a you know printer from 1998 like taped <laughs> on the door so you know, you want to you want to pre-order a what now? Yeah, I mean that was kind of the, the yeah, thing. You were way too early. Yeah, yeah. The, the, there's the big camera in um, uh, Akiba, and they I've seen a, I haven't been there, but I mean there's a somebody took a photo, and they've got like three switches side by side, each one in the different formation. Like they've got table. Oh, that's mode, cool. So you can see it, you know, how it's meant to be played, you know, which is a cool idea. Yeah, the 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 Akiba big camera is like famous for being really cool. Yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> Just being really cool. Yeah, they, like they had anything. all of the Smash, all, all of the Smash Amiibo like lined out in this huge. Yeah, yeah, they do. That yeah. was really cool. But the the hype level seemed to be quite high. I mean, from what I can gather, like in Japan, um, pre-orders are doing well. In America, like somebody from GameStop, you know, said like you know. Good luck trying to get this in the next few months. <laughs> you know, they're going to have trouble meeting demand, and they might not have, you know, it available until like you know Christmas or something like that. You know, feels like the hype levels are up there right now, way way more than it was for Wii U, which was like almost zero, <laughs> and right. stayed there the whole life span of the system. Right. So, yeah, hype get, I guess. Yeah. So I guess on that hype get note. We're going to go ahead and end the news and go into the next segment of the show. We have kind of a short life in Japan that we wanted to talk about. And actually, James, would you want to go ahead and take this away? Because I'm assuming this is you. What do you mean short? 
or very long. <laughs> this is going to be extensive. Yeah. So buckle down for another eight hours. <laughs> so yeah, this life in Japan, I wanted to talk about uh, sentos um, because, well, we've talked about onsen. I mean, there was a kind of a famous early episode of the Famicast uh, with the word onsen in it. And that then went on to the uh, telethon episode immediately afterwards where we continued talking about onsens with the A4 guys. Yes. But um, sentos are very similar to onsens in the fact that they're, it's a hot bath, it's a bathhouse. But like the difference is, do you guys know the difference between onsen and sento? I just looked it up on Wikipedia earlier, <laughs> well, but I won't. Yeah. Basically, Japan is like, the whole country is like, you know, it's on a hotbed of natural hot water underneath the country. And onsen is, takes that hot water directly from uh, under the earth. And, but sentos are more like a, you know, like a man-made thing. You know, it's like, it's just regular hot water. <laughs> but, you know, right. basically, you know, it's in, in essence, it's the same thing. It's hot water that you get into to relax. <laughs> um, bath. It's a bath. Yeah, it's a bathhouse. So, but, you know, onsen, you, you might usually have like a nat- more natural formation. You know, if it, is, if it is from the ground, you know, they'll, obviously the bathhouse is built on top of where the water comes from. So it'll be like, it could be next to the sea. It could be, you know, like on the mountain. Lots mm-hmm. of them are in mountains. But centos could be anywhere. Um, so there's one, there was one like near, kind of near to my house, quite a big one, but it was kind of like a dump. It was like, <laughs> you go past and it's like, you know, old w- wooden rickety place. And it's like, uh, I don't really want to go in there. I feel like I might catch something. But like, um, I kind of went past it like, recently and it like completely been redone it was like this massive beautiful building i was like holy shit and i went back and looked at like google maps and like if you look at it in google maps it's like it's the construction yard <laughs> like the, the photograph <laughs> the the overhead view is obviously taken during construction so it's just like a fucking dump when you look at it in google maps but when you actually go there it's this you know beautiful place so it's only just finished um so yeah i i checked it out i haven't been to it center or on sending ages and i was you know it's it's a holiday and you know i was feeling like you know i need to unwind um so the thing about this center is that they they the whole thing is that they advertised it um that it was like entertainment plus cento and oh, okay. i was like okay is this like am i are they, is it going to be like some kind of like illegal activities going on here like yes absolutely uh, Naked I'm in. women gonna walk in and start like massaging my feet with something or more. But no, it wasn't anything like that. Unfortunately, slash fortunately. So what it was was like I mean the they've got like all of these kind of like saunas um and and baths, but they've all got something kind of like unique about it. <laughs> so like like the on the the baths were like not like regular water. It was like had some kind of like milk in it or something like that. And they called it literally. It was called like Muruki bath. And I was like, okay, <laughs> this is a bit uh, weird. Like <laughs> you can actually see through the water. Like when you get in it, you can't actually see your feet. You know, it's like mm. it's yeah, it's a bit weird. And then and there's another one like it was like um, like tea. Like the drink tea, like uh, right, right, right. <laughs> like, I've seen, yeah, I've seen some of this stuff. So it was like brown water, 
So it, it kind of like from a distance looks like sewage water, but when you get in, it's like, you know, kind of like fragrant, like a, like a herbal tea. Oh, sorry, mm-hmm. herbal tea for you, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> so yes. I did both of those. They were, they were pretty cool. And they had that like um, one where you can kind of sit in like a barrel. I, like, mm-hmm. I kind of like, you know, makeshift barrel where you're just like on your own. <laughs> I like those kind of like reminds me of like an old timey samurai yeah, film. Exactly. That's what it would have been like back in the day. I mean, yeah, yeah. exactly. And then I went to check out the sauna and like there was this one sauna. It was like a queue of people waiting to get in. I was like, you know, everywhere in Japan, you've got to have a queue to get in some something like, you know, this is the thing. You already have to have like a, a dressing gown on. Like they give, if you want to go into the sauna, they give you a special dressing gown to wear and they give you like this towel uh, to, to, to use for your, <laughs> your sweat or to sit on it or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's like, there's literally like 30 people waiting to get in this um in this uh, sauna and I was like, okay, what the hell is going on here? So I, I joined the queue, went in and we all fit in. It was amazing. It was in this massive room and it was kind of like a theater, like almost like, um, you know, those like open air theaters where there's like a stage in the middle and then like all those kind of stages of seats around it. Right. Right. But in the middle, instead of like a stage, it was like just a pile of hot rocks. Um, oh. and it was, yeah, it was fucking hot. It was like, yeah, it was like face meltingly hot. But above the rocks, there was a massive widescreen TV <laughs> playing, playing this kind of like soft music and like kind of, you know, I don't know what you would call like a screensaver from the 90s. <laughs> like, Wasn't that Doom screensaver where it's like going through the tunnel? No, yes. no, like, no like lines and stars and stuff like that. So I like sat down with like all these like old Japanese dudes and women um there's a few young people in there as well but like mostly old people and like and so i sat in there and then the music gets louder and then these two guys walk in like who from the from the center uh they were like fully clothed you know like wearing these like (laughs) kind of like ninja style costumes like they must have been hot as fuck i mean i i wasn't i was barely wearing anything and i was sweating like a you know son of a bitch and they, they bring in these they brought in these huge fans and because it was near valentine's day i mean it wasn't valentine's day it was like you know a few days before they brought in these huge heart-shaped fans and then they just threw like this fucking huge bucket of water over the ro- rocks and the room just immediately got even hotter and they started like wafting everyone with these huge heart fans but the hot air that was going towards you was so fucking hot it was like it was like it would melt your fucking eyelashes together. It was so hot. <laughs> like, you know, normally when people like blow air at you with a fan, it's like it cools you down. This was the opposite. It made you hotter. And they went around to everyone individually in this room and blew in your face. Like, <laughs> like hey, I'm good. I'm good. But like the whole time they were doing this, they were like, you know, like, um, like have you ever <laughs> been to like a Japanese market where guys are like, like <laughs> you know, like they're screaming at you and like, making you come over and stuff to buy stuff <laughs> they were doing that the whole time and they're like like cracking jokes and like and the music got like really loud <laughs> and it was just like i'm pretty sure i had a nightmare about this before <laughs> yeah it was just like intense dance music coming out and like <laughs> and the tv was like showing like all of these kind of like i don't know pictures of nature but it just clashed with the music and what was actually going on <laughs> so they were i was playing just, the 1080 theme <laughs> 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 it, it basically was like that and i was like i was just like so confused i'm like oh, i'm so fucking hot and they're blasting me with more hot air and there's like this loud music and I, 
And I was like, how long is this going to go on? I was like, I kind of want to leave because I'm like, I'm fucking hot here. <laughs> like, I don't think I can last like the whole... I'm being but, mentally overpowered by these central staff members. Right. I mean, it's like an entertainment experience. So you meant to experience the whole, I think it was like 15 minutes or something like that. But believe me, that time goes really slow when you're that hot. And I was like, fuck it. I think I made it to like 13 minutes or something. I was like, fuck it. I'm getting out of here. I stood up and like eight people immediately stood up because they're like, oh, oh, someone's leaving. Someone's leaving. I'll leave at the same time as him. So obviously I wasn't the only one, um, you know, not, not, not really enjoying it. So yeah, um, it turns out it's like this new fad which is going around in Japan. It's like a Korean style which I didn't know at the time. So like South Korean style, that's what they do. You know, they fan you and like, you know, shout in your face and stuff. <laughs> so yeah, I immediately went into this like ice uh, sauna, which like I had like a block of ice suspended on the ceiling. And it had this like metal fan going around it. And it was kind of grating the ice. So it was kind of like making snow come down kind of thing. This place um, sounds bonkers. It is, yeah, it is. That bonkers. sounds incredibly dangerous. Yeah, yeah. Well, so I, fuck me. Yeah, I made it. I survived anyway. <laughs> it, it felt like you know I was like going some like three hundred style you know initiation ceremony or something. It's like if you survive this, you can be king. <laughs> I didn't quite king, make baby. it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's got nothing to do with video games. Um, but um, it did remind me of a Wii game that I had, uh, Muramasa Demon Blade, if anyone's ever uh, played that. On my to-do list, my very, very, very long to-do list. Um, that had an onsen, and if you played as the female character, she took all of her clothes off and had like a very small towel over her pieces. <laughs> so I was just wondering if you guys knew any more. Uh, if you had, Well, A, did you have any other crazy Sento slash onsen stories, and B, any other video game centos or onsens? Oh, it's, it's been so long since I've been to an onsen or done any of that type of stuff. Like the last time I've been in like a public bath, is that like a hotel, like a ryokan, like a Japanese hotel? It was just me. <laughs> so whatever. But in terms of games. You and your Burger King in one hand. Exactly. I mean, you gotta, man's got to eat. Um, <laughs> but, you know, for Monster Hunter stories, there's a little bit a very small area where they're up in the mountains and stuff like that. There's an outdoor like hot spring that there's a bunch of people chilling out in and you could like walk in there fully clothed and <laughs> talk to people. Cause it was weird. I figured maybe they just let you like be able to get in and replenish some health or whatever, but no, at least not that I, I found at that, at that point it's just, Hey, talk to these people. That's it. I remember the original Pokemon anime. There was like a onsen episode. And I, I, like at the time, I didn't heavily, know what it was. <laughs> wasn't it censored heavily for the West, or not even? Maybe, maybe, not even maybe, maybe. I think maybe you're looking for the official Pokemon manga. It has some pretty uh, mm, risque uh, <laughs> and scenes. Cool. Yo, the, the Pokemon manga, like the 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 guy that wrote and drew, drew that had no idea that like it was supposed to be for kids. Apparently. <laughs> And really yeah, so the one time they chop an Arbok's head off, like snake <laughs> Pokemon, <laughs> and drink its blood. Yeah, he said yes. Okay, confirmed. Yeah, like, like just when you get a free moment, like Google up like Pokemon, like Japanese American comparison. It's uh, it's a good time. 
Ty, have you ever been to a real onsen slash sento? Yeah, a few times. I don't have any cool stories, though. Okay. My my coolest one is not great, but I went to this onsen in this place near my town called Isawa Onsen, which is just a million onsens. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went in with a bunch of friends, and I came out early. And as you, like, walked in towards the, the onsen area, there's, like, a little mini game center. So there was a bunch of, like, slot machines, and there was some UFO machines. And they had this. Ri- they had a an original Time Crisis machine, like Time Crisis One. Nice. Was it <laughs> the I'm, one with the really big screen? No, this is a, like a small mini cabinet one. Oh, okay. And I was like, "Oh shit, Time Crisis One! I haven't played this game in like ten, twenty years. I love this thing." So I'm like, "Okay, I'll give this a shot." But it was plugged out, and I'm like, "Ah, fuck, denied." So I walked away, and about five minutes later, I'm like, "I'm gonna go try and plug that machine in." So I went over and uh, and. As I thought, it was plugged out of the back, but all the other machines were like locking it, so no one was around. So I kind of dragged out all the pachinko machines that were there. <laughs> oh, and uh, and it was like, okay, I'll just I'll try and plug this uh, this time drive machine in, but there were no more plugs. So I had to plug out one of the pachinko machines, and I, and I plugged in the and I had to like worm in between. I was like covered in dust and grime from sneaking in behind all these machines. <laughs> And then I, when I plugged in the Time Crisis machine, it started making this really loud, like, klaxon squealing sound, like the machine was trying to, like, possess oh, me in some oh, way. CRT is fucked. Yeah, so it was like, there was a reason this thing was unplugged. And I'm like, fuck, 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 someone's going to notice that, like, I'm here sneaking around behind the pachinko machines. So I had to, like, yank it out and fix the machines as fast as possible and run over and be, like, totally nonchalant. Uh, Covered in dust. Like, this onsen worker came over really quickly and was like checking out the machine and just like looked at me and I was like, uh uh-huh. and he just walked away. <laughs> I, I balls all over the floor. predicted that would have happened. I have seen that happen personally <laughs> several times in my tenure at the old game center. So, uh, so you were, were you totally naked at this point as well? <laughs> yeah, well <laughs> I was so, by the end of the You're talking to Cyrus. <laughs> <laughs> that's how i play all my arcade games right yeah you need you, for, you know you need both your arms and your feet to play time crisis you need maximum like freedom of movement the luigi's mansion uh, arcade game has got like a black curtain so you can do whatever you want inside it <laughs> but there are implied limits <laughs> implied just because it's a yep. vacuum cleaner game, don't get any ideas. <laughs> Good Flop cake. Good point. <laughs> so yeah, you have to be naked in centos and nonsense, by the way, in case people didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. you got to wash yourself off, make yourself nice and clean, and then go in there, but naked. For me, no the weirdest thing was... Yo, none of those Yakuza. Yeah. Well, well for me, the weirdest <laughs> yeah. thing about my first trip to the onsen, I was with my university and covered, it, covered in tattoos. Yes. Covered in tattoos. <laughs> no. And like the first time I was ever in an onsen was with some of my professors. Oh, right. right. I think you've said that before on the, yeah. The episode, oh, on the first episode we did about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I actually took a photo. Um, of in... the, the, no, 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 not, not, <laughs> not inside the onsen. That's not allowed. That's not yeah, allowed. No. No, in the entrance there. It had no tattoos, but it said no tattoo and it was spelled incorrectly. Sweet. So it was like T-A-T-O-O. <laughs> and there was a picture of a hand. So it was no, completely confusing. No tattoo and then a hand. No tattoos of a hand. Got it. There you go. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, no tattoos. 
because obviously Yakuza. I think Yakuza, the Yakuza games do have a Sento. I think I remember seeing a video of like, <laughs> like two guys like kicking the shit out of each other in a Sento, completely <laughs> naked. And I think that's I think that's a Yakuza game or like with that just a power. Like Yakuza. That's plausible. I mean, it's it's not out of the realm of possibility. Yeah, I am. I am curious to see, like, with the 2020 Olympics coming up, Japan is like kind yeah. of trying to become more accepting of non-Japanese culture. Right. So I'm wondering, will they start opening up onsen and sento to to at least foreigners with tattoos? Because well, let's that's start with most foreigners now. <laughs> then foreigners with tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Well, yeah, yeah, there are a few places that will be like they see a group of foreigners coming and they're like, "Oh, sorry, right. we're full." Yeah. We right. when I when we go to Isao Onsen, usually we get a Japanese person to go in first and be like, "Oh, do you have any spaces?" And once they say yes, then we let the group of gaijin come in behind them. <laughs> then you you draw back the curtain and there's like twenty gaijin behind him. Yeah. Yeah. Good call. Cool. Yeah, there've been some high-profile cases of uh, racism in certain you know, out there places in the countryside. That's um, me. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's where you live. Isn't it? <laughs> Less of that uh, in, in Tokyo and stuff. But yeah, most, most like, I think Danny said, like, uh, most hotels have them. Well, yeah, it'll be, it'll be a sento. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, you get some really cool, like, even in Tokyo, like, in the middle, in the city, you'll have, like, sentos on, like, a really high uh, floor. Mm-hmm. So you can be, like, sat there, but naked, looking across the city, yeah. or it could be in the countryside outside, uh, covered, in, you know, surrounded by snow, but naked, yeah. looking, uh, <laughs> looking at mountains or whatever. Yeah, I went to one near Mount Fuji. That was pretty cool. Oh, cool. And in the snow, that's hmm. a, that's an experience. <laughs> my my first onsen was, uh, you know, the those snow monkeys where they they sit yeah, the yeah, onsen yeah. monkeys. Yeah. So up there, like nearby, there's this really small onsen at the station. So that was my uh, first <laughs> I was going to say you're not allowed in the ones with the monkeys. Well, not anymore. <laughs> well, mostly because it's covered in shit. Yeah, that, that's some nasty <laughs> and shitty piss. water. Yeah, you wouldn't want to go in there. Cool. Well, okay. Well, that's the end of my uh, <laughs> life in Japan. No one has any centos from games. I think one of the SNES Goemon games has got a cento. That would make sense. That's yeah, I remember that. I don't know if it's got any nudity in it, but it's <laughs> absolutely. I, I think it had a fart bubble. The E Honda <laughs> stage remains one of the best stages of Street oh, Fighter Two. Shit, you just blew my mind. I never <laughs> made I never made that connection until now. Amazing. Yeah, that, that's the center. Yeah, that's the, the kind of one you'd normally see in like a like. A hotel, like a really small, it's like a tiled bath. Just right. yep, yep. Watch your step. <laughs> yeah, and it's actually accurate that when you beat people up, like the backgrounds of the of the centos will start like flashing new text and stuff. Technology. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. Cool. Way to knock a fat guy into a pool. <laughs> that's the other thing I did at my center but yeah I'll talk about that next time right okay well um, I think that oh god no not yet well, that um, wraps up that segment yes that's the end of that segment thank you James for bringing that up yep
So we got a little bit of feedback. Uh, one from Mark Harrison. If you guys want, I know you, some of you guys out there listening and watching live right now. If you guys have any like quick fire questions you want to ask, uh, please go ahead and ask it in the um, YouTube chat. The thing. God, <laughs> starting to fade. Sorry. <laughs> If you want to send us a question, that <laughs> somebody says, "Don't shave before you go in an onsen." Uh, Philip Anderson said that. Okay. <laughs> Most people are saying it would be kind of weird to go to an onsen. Maybe the whole naked thing. Yeah, it's definitely like the first time I I went into one. It's like this is odd. I'm naked and there's other people here, yeah. but you get over it pretty quick when you're in Japan. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, being from America and just Western cultures. I mean, I, I don't know about you guys. Like in PE class, we never had to take showers. <laughs> Seriously, the showers. Yeah, it's like yeah, that's not a thing we do in Irish schools. Notably, yeah. because most PE places don't have showers. I mean, our schools did. I mean, there's schools that are <laughs> in my hometown that are like you know 50, 60, 70 years old, falling thought, apart. <laughs> Cyrus, I thought you were going to say something else. I, I, we don't have showers in Irish schools because <laughs> because most of them are Catholic schools run by priests. But yeah, that's <laughs> oh. there it is. Too soon. So let's <laughs> move on to feedback. Yeah. So if you want to send us an email or something like that, you can e email us at thefamicast.nintendoworldreport.com. If you want to hit us up on Twitter, you can do that at thefamicast and have your stuff read out on the air like these guys. Double correct. <laughs> so, yeah, James, do you want to go ahead and read what Mark Harrison Mark said? Mark Harrison. Uh, Hacker alias at flapping underscore eagle. Uh, question for the podcast. What are your top five third-party PS4 slash X-Bone games that you'd like to see on the Switch? Which is a good question, because probably there will be games that do that. Do we have, are, there any, are there any examples, like, straight off the bat? Are there any... Horizon Zero, Zero Horizon, whatever that thing is called? No, no, no. I mean, ones that are confirmed coming to the Switch. Already. Oh, well, there oh, is well, those, like, Skyrim. FIFA. Skyrim... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've put a cold Sept on my short list. Cold Yeah. But that's I, some, I would, that's 3DS. That's 3DS, <laughs> but let's see. What else do they have? Well, Disgaea is coming out on... Oh, yeah, PlayStation Boy. Right. And other games like I Am Setson and stuff. But these are, he's, he, I think he's asking like more like, what would you want to see? Not like, what's coming? Okay, well... I've got three. <laughs> I've got a bunch. Okay. And he says he says top five. So... Well, I've got three. So Ty, if you got a bunch, start naming some up, bud. All right. Well, th there's Necrodancer, who I just talked about. It would be really good to play on the go. Uh, maybe a bunch of visual novels, just whatever. <laughs> Phoenix Wright, you know. Yeah, I, Phoenix, I, yeah. Phoenix Wright has to make it to Switch, right? Yeah. Now. And uh, something more strategy games like uh, XCOM. Ooh. Oh, that'd that. be nice. Yeah. Like. The, the kind of games where you can just stop and go at any time. And it wouldn't uh, have to be the shitty mobile versions. Could be yeah. Proper version as well. And, uh, you know, I just threw in Catherine because, you know, whatever. <laughs> is that not yeah. a PlayStation exclusive? Or is that no, on... I think I've played oh, no. that on the Xbox. No, I've yeah, got PlayStation, I have, actually. I have that on 360. By the way, yeah. if you haven't played that game, go play it. It's super good. Yeah, it was on sale for as low as, like, two bucks, like, a few months back. Yeah, that's one of my unexpected highlights of like that entire Xbox 360 PS3 era. It's really, really good. Nice. Same. 
Yeah, I I would like Kingdom Hearts. I want those boys on the on Switch, like those collections of all the Kingdom Hearts games, like one point five and two point five and two point eight HD. Stop. Final stop. prologue, whatever it is. Well, I, I could see them maybe on like a virtual console service doing like all the GBA ports <laughs> or something like that. I I would really hope they just take because the. Because all of the games are now collected on those three discs for the PlayStation 3. Right, right. So right. Just, just give me those. Just let me play them. I want those ones. Yeah, I mean, I'm a pretty big fan of, like, EA. I like, you know, they make a lot of different games. A lot, they have a lot of different development teams and stuff. And I, I'd love, and I thought we would have seen this, but, you know, I'd love to see some kind of Star Wars game yes. coming, it, whether that be the next Battlefront or just some other... Uh, Star Wars license game. I yeah. think that'd be really cool. You took my first choice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, um, Battlefront has to happen. But and then at at the same time, like it's well, the first one's primarily an online game. I, I mean, play at home, <laughs> play, play connected, you know, tethered to your phone. There's no um, offline modes whatsoever. There are, but it's if you want to play that the first version of the game, you got to do that. But then again, with the second one, they're talking about. Um, uh, you know, a single player campaign and stuff like that. So, but you know, with with EA being on board, like they're they're kind of dipping their toe in the water a little bit with FIFA. And I don't know. I mean, about a year or so ago, EA went on to say stuff like, you know, if Nintendo's serious about supporting EA stuff, and particularly like sports stuff, maybe they should actually start to offer bundles, like you know, Microsoft and Sony do. Maybe they should start to offer like these type of sports services that people actually use because if you're a, a yeah, I think this kind of goes hand in hand if you if you want to have like EA like other games like Star Wars they probably want you to maybe do other stuff too um, I don't know am I even making any sense anymore um, yeah um, okay. I would love to well this is a game that I've heard uh, Ty talk about a lot and I've seen a lot of videos of it um, Doom uh, 2016 version I think that would work really well because um, you know you've got the single player. I know you've got it's got a multiplayer game, which you know people are not too hot on, um, which you could play you know when you get home. But like you know on the train playing the single player thing, I think that'd be really, look really nice. Yeah, I'd like like Overwatch. I would love to see Overwatch hit the consoles, like because it's yeah. already on Xbox and PS3. So you wouldn't be able to play that. that Switch. You wouldn't be able to play that on the train though, would you? You just be able to play it. You know, around yeah, the house, yeah, <laughs> at home, online, pretty much only. But still, yeah, I would go with that as well. And then, yeah, like a, a GTA, uh, GTA Five, I guess would uh, would be cool because again, you've got like the online at home, and then you know the doing doing a couple of missions like on the train would be pretty cool. And uh, yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say like. Because uh, I, I had other games like that on my list too, like Assassin's Creed and maybe even like that new Tom Clancy Ghost Recon Wildlands that's coming out. I mean, I think that stuff's cool. Mm-hmm. And if they make it so it's it, it, you can just save your progress easily and be done, like put it in sleep mode and be fine, then yeah, it's no problem. But sometimes like mission stuff in GTA, it, t- it takes a while sometimes. And oh God, I got to get off my stop. You know, I gotta, if I don't get out of the train, I'm oh, it's got It's got a sleep mode. I mean, um, we've we've seen now. We've seen th- not thanks to Nintendo, thanks to you know <laughs> people uh, getting hold of the system ahead of time. 
we we now know like you know it's got slim function and like uh you can do all that via the touch screen and stuff so it's got a fast and like you have to touch it like was it like three times to turn it off so you to don't accidentally it, to wake do it, it up to wake oh it yeah up. to wake it up yeah so yeah. um yeah that should be fine for that kind of stuff it's honestly a little terrifying how little like how much is still <laughs> yeah. unknown about this console and it's yeah. out in like two weeks well it's actually it's about a week yeah. Oh, yeah. It's February. Yeah. Yeah. We've got like literally a week and a half, and there's gonna, a new console. Are they going to do a Nintendo Direct before launch? I mean, they'd have to do it like in the next few days. Literally. They're going to do it as soon as I'm finished editing. I guarantee. Yeah. I'm a cast curse. There you go. Yeah. Oh, there you go. You're welcome. Probably people are listening to this and watching the direct at the same time. So you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> They're just um, like, they wait for us to announce a show so they can book the following day off. So then like, yeah, that's when the news is going to drop. I um, I wrote an uh, article uh, a year and a half before the Wii U launched. I think it was like the first reveal or something like that. And the title was literally Wii U un- Unanswered Questions. And I, I listed like a, maybe 20, 25 questions about like what I wanted to know about the console, what I wanted to know about the, the gamepad. Because it was just, they just like showed what it basically what it could do, and then there was nothing. And it was like, okay, like please tell us all this stuff. And that was a year and a half. Um, I actually didn't realize it was such a long time before it. And I, I read through all the questions and stuff. I put a few predictions in, in mixed in with the questions as well. And it was amazing, like how long it took for them to actually answer those questions. Um, was quite of a long time, and some of them they'd never answered, and some of them, you know. Some of them were pretty crazy, like, you know, can we use four gamepads on the Wii U? <laughs> Things like that. Oh, yeah, pipe dreams. Yeah, yeah, because we, we, we didn't know, right? You know, people were thinking it's going to be like four individual screens all playing together, but, you know, because we really didn't know how it was going to work. You know? um, yeah, it's, it's kind of an interesting article to read back now because um, you know, along, with the, along with the user comments, you know, people were predicting what the Wii U was going to be, what, what kind of games it was going to have. You can almost, it's almost like the whole history of the Wii U's life and death in one article. It's kind of amazing how accurately like we managed to predict everything. And yeah, it's kind of crazy. Um, but yeah, and now we're a week away from Switch launch and we've got like literally the same amount of questions. <laughs> it's kind of crazy, you know. We don't know how the eShop's going to work. Our, tr- our purchase is going to transfer over. I mean, like, for example, I'm going to link my Japanese my Nintendo account and my British one. And my Japanese one has only got 3DS purchases on because I only got a Japanese 3DS. I don't have a Japanese Wii U. And my European account is just Wii U purchases. So like, are any of those purchases going to ca- carry over? Like, um, like, I've only got a handful of uh, virtual console uh, games on both systems. Are any of those going to transfer over to Switch? Will they both transfer over or none of them? You know, there's so many things we don't know. Yeah, man, it's it's crazy. <laughs> and I hope it's just not like, well, you get the console, you just kind of you get to find out then. And hopefully Nintendo's saying, hopefully we know too. <laughs> and, you know, like Ty always talks about how, you know, his old 360 games that he bought like eight, nine years ago just get updated and then they just appear on his dashboard and it's like oh yeah i remember that game i bought a decade ago and yep. now it and now it's like backwardsly compatible and i don't have to pay anything extra for it i mean it's, it's nice i mean yeah it, it is nice and 
I just really can't see Nintendo doing anything anywhere similar to that. <laughs> you know, it'd be like, yeah, we updated this virtual console game. Please pay $2 to upgrade it. You know, that's about the best we can hope for. Right. It sucks, but we'll find out maybe soon. <laughs> I hope. Maybe they'll show a video showing how the UI works. Mm. Hey, yo. For $2, you can upgrade the previous Nintendo Directs to have more information about the, the Switch launch. <laughs> there it is. DLC. So back to Mark's question. Was there maybe, if you guys had any other games, maybe just one more that you'd want to see on Switch, Mel even if it's something that's like never going to happen. Ever. Metal Gear Solid, original trilogy. Okay. Hmm, Street Fighter. I want Street Fighter Five. I want whatever. King of Fighters. Fill that thing with fighting games. Man, I want No Man's Sky. <laughs> it's, it, there's no way. The Sony so, exclusive, yeah. Good yeah, exactly. Good there's no way. It's fun to play. It'd be, be great to be able to play on the go. My wife hates it. <laughs> Basically, I want, I want everything. Like, I'm sick of the Wii U having nothing. Like, now that you're asking me this, I'm just like, oh my god. Why are we even talking about this? Why aren't these games on Nintendo consoles? What about all those Zelda remakes that, like, all on Wii U is like, all the yeah. bringing those over? Ty, did you have anything, maybe one last thing that you think would be cool to play on the go? Uh, not even necessarily on the go, it's like not attached. Barkley shut up and jam Gaiden 2. Yeah, there it when is. it eventually comes out. For Switch. Yeah, for Switch. <laughs> 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 like the, the greatest practical joke of all time. <laughs> Frog Fractions 2. Yeah, baby. Three. Squared. Okay. Well, I think that's about all the feedback we have, like, from Twitter and all that stuff. Um, even if you guys are watching right now, it, maybe, you know, feel free to send us something if, uh, at any time, and uh, we'll get to it at some point in the future. <laughs> no promises here, but we'll get to it. Uh, before we go ahead and sign off, I wanted to kind of make a little bit of an announcement. Um, obviously, we're coming out up, coming up on episode 100 very soon. Basically, a month from now, we'll be doing episode 100. Oh, and, I, um, I miscounted, didn't I? Because I said episode 100 would be Switch launch. But that's right. because we all thought it would come out late March. And Nintendo just like, you know, dropped the bomb and it's like, they yeah, screwed third, it up. third of March, yeah. So 99 is going to be Switch launch. Yeah. And so next, yeah, yeah, exactly. Next episode's all going to be, well, a lot about Switch, and it's going to be a big thing about it. But um, <laughs> Danny will be talking about the menu for an hour. Yes, it's going to be great. Um, but yeah, then, the, then after that, we're going to have episode 100. Um, we don't have all of the details planned out. I'm hoping maybe <laughs> like last week of March, I've... We'll figure late, it out. Late March, late March, yeah. Exactly. We'll be and this will be a live episode. And we want to, even though right now we're doing this on YouTube, we want to do it so maybe some of you guys, if you want to, can come on the show and maybe have a quick chat with us about whatever you'd like. Um, if maybe you think you are interested in that, hit us up and we'll see if we can make it happen. Yeah, so um, hit us up on Twitter. Like if you follow us on Twitter, we'll be able to send you like, direct messages about 
how to do that. Yes. So we'll, we'll send you like, you know, secret links, how to join this, uh, this chat and stuff like that. when when it comes to the time, send out the secret links and then I'll, they'll be posted all over the internet. And so, yeah, basically we'll, what we need to do is we need to confirm that you can actually make it to episode 100 and you can be here at the time that we're going to do it. Um, and that, you know, you've got a question ready so, you know, we can get you in nice and smoothly. Right. Uh, that's what she said. Um, <laughs> yes. Basically, that's what we need. So, yeah, contact us if that if you want to be on the show. And, uh, yeah, we'll get that set up. And we'll get you on our schedule. And we'll get yep. you in there for episode 100. We'll have yep. special guests as well, right? Super mm-hmm. secret special guests. Oh, um, exciting. God, <laughs> really? Uh, uh, in the, in the, okay, yes. I'm not going to say that Reggie is 100% confirmed. But you know, you should tune in. Just put, we'll put a pin in that. Hundred percent guaranteed. So for the for the live part, it's it's probably going to be mainly just us. But if you listen to like the podcast version on our yeah. feed, uh, there's probably going to be a little bit of bonus content. If I'm not lazy, I'll probably even maybe throw in some stuff from older episodes, maybe throughout the episode. I, I like have this it's stuff kind of in my head. Clip show. Ugh, this is the no, worst no, no. hundred episode ever. Worst episode ever. <laughs> Oh, fine, I'll just put a bunch of Gimli laughs or something. I mean, I don't <laughs> care. But yeah, I guess on that note, uh, let's go ahead and close out this episode, guys. So um, if you want to follow me on Twitter, you can. Uh, you can follow me at Danny Biv, D-A-N-N-Y-B-I-V. Uh, James, how about you, man? Yeah, I find it complicated. Thank you very much. Okay, Ty? I'm Super Cat Drugs. Uh Follow me for some uh, funny tweets about video games. Sweet. Absolutely guaranteed. <laughs> Not a guy right. And Cyrus. And I am act Celsi. Follow me or something, I guess. Cool. And at oh. the family cast, if you, you know want to go on the live show. Yep. Uh, live 100 show. Yeah. Well, talk, yeah, talk to us. <laughs> Anyways, that's going <laughs> to... Call me. that's gonna do it for this episode uh thank you guys for tuning in here on youtube and uh, for listening on the feed and all that stuff uh we will catch you next time muchas gracias (laughs) there it goes again